Conway, glass and ice cubes clink. She's a bird of prey, circling above the drinks. I wonder what she thinks. She knows what to do with her body and eyes. In the smoky zoo, she's the master of eyes. She dances for you, you're the only one. Everybody takes flight, she's only having fun And just for a while You can't deny the night Deny the night Deny the say it's been a long december i'd say it's been a long december for fucking sure and i'm ready to put it past me and move on into this new uh seemingly more awful 2022 that we've got in front of us okay uh we got things closing we got things getting canceled uh Mandates are coming back. Uh, oh, I don't. Are, I'm telling you, queer don't make the world right. People, yeah, I just no uh, mandates. It, 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 a, there's I don't the believe in Adam and, Steve. and B, like no I mandates. I just get uncomfortable when I see them out in public. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you do behind yeah. closed doors. I just don't want to have to see it. You That's know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't believe in gay marriage, so I don't believe in no I'm mandates. People you going, get, you get me going to take out. I'm seeing people ripping out their bar stools again. Oh it's, God! It's are they? It's gonna be a, a long, long oh, road, man. Up to, up to up to summertime here. Oh, I, I wish I was more courageous and could just kill myself. Go outside again because you certainly can't go outside oh. now. It's. 10 it's like degrees, two degrees out. There's 45 fucking mile per hour winds. Snows uh, blowing around in your face. It's it's a terrible time to be alive, Matt. How are you feeling? I feel like a pile of bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I'm also sitting in the just horrible, horrible, unenviable position of just like after the last six to eight months of just like yeah. ups and downs, stops and starts, uh-huh. having to just full-on basic bitch do like new year's resolutions going on hmm. got like 18 pounds of just garbage around my midsection nice fucking counting calories and yeah. like forcing myself to work out even when i don't feel like it you're a, it sucks man it fucking sucks you're i dude i tip my hat to you man i don't got that kind of energy no are you just gonna slow oblivion hmm. right now is that is that what we're heading towards oh, yeah yeah i don't uh i don't you know, my weight's in check, but mostly because I'll just skip eating. Oh, yeah. I wish I yeah. had that sort of skip eating depression. Yeah. I never have that. I just uh, have that can't go to sleep at night oh. tossing and turning depression. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I don't know. It's weird. I used to never be able to uh, eat uh-huh. like the entire first half of the day mm-hmm. just so it would make me sick. So I've turned yeah, some sort of, of corner now where like I wake up hungry and want to have breakfast Sounds for the first terrible. time in my life. And I'm like, how does this fucking happen? Awful all of a sudden, 
40 years into life. Like, you can't intermediate fast when you're waking up fucking hungry. This is the whole fucking thing that makes it easy is when Mm. you just feel sick for half of a day and then you don't ever feel like eating it's it's fucking easy yeah that's true i don't know i gotta gotta figure something out man (sighs) it's been a couple years of just not figuring anything out and being like i gotta figure something out yeah i don't know what i'm doing spoiler alert it's not gonna happen in 2022 this this isn't the year where that's gonna happen as we it's another year of gigantic fucking question marks as we slither down the edge of life's razor blade oh yeah just like that fucking snail or whatever they were talking about at the end of uh apocalypse now they're open another pack of these uh oh yeah i'll bring a little smile on our face it is Baby Oil and Blow, a action extravaganza podcast of Palooza. Ooh, what did we get right off, that, the that, right off the top? Right off the that top. That one that's like the mosaic you make, oh, and it's yeah, just like yeah. it's just a hand. So yeah, I could probably figure out what pieces. that is. Yeah. What's the other side of it though? You know, uh, yeah. just a, the, the oh, it's young Danny. Boy. Yeah, the young boy there with cop cars behind him. Here's this one is hanging around, which hanging around this old this, corner. This is a scene from the movie. It looks like he's on the ski slopes. I don't even that's, know what's uh, happening. There. Oh, that's when he gets uh, dropped. Uh, he's trying to get the uh, watch from the fat man at the tar pits. There? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. that's you not know. a very good rendition. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, here's a nice one. The actors prepare. Oh, behind the scenes oh, shot here wow. in this last action hero yeah. trading card. Schwarzenegger also a producer of these cards, oh, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Any big fun. ones there? Did you get the, oh, here you get we the go. Here yet? we go. Hooked. Here he is with the corpse there of Leo Defart. Yeah, Leo Defart. I'm gonna put this one. Uh, put this one aside. That one's got to be worth something. Yeah, right there. I'd it's, probably put that in a frame or yeah, something. Uh, a watery grave? Question. Yeah. Oh seems, no. Seems like I still don't have any foil embossed ones yeah, yet. There's which, two more uh, packs. Two more know? packs to open up. We'll. I might have draw this out. See how it's going. Also, if anybody out there has a, a wizard magazine or whatever it is, yeah, can, I probably got those can too. Look these up and tell me yeah. how much my specific yeah. cards I got here Gonna are need worth. A Beckett. Uh, Tom Rock, uh, how much is my The Actors Prepare Last Action Hero trading card yeah. going to be worth on mm-hmm. the black market? We need to find out. Ooh, it names director John McTiernan by name. Oh, the, uh, shit. The back there, That's so. a big get. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Baby One Blow. I'm one half of your host. I am Matt. Oh, with me as always, he is the adorable cat detective to my Jack Slater. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. I don't remember what that character's name was. You um, one. MC Scat Cat, I think sure. probably was, was yeah. what his name was. Yeah. You remember back in the late 80s when that cartoon cat was fucking Paula Abdul? Yeah. It was Balls probably, deep. Probably the pinnacle for That's why Emilio cartoon characters. Yeah, I mean, like, Roger Rabbit was like an A-lister. Bitch got feline fucking, AIDS. He's getting all sorts of promotional deals. Taz just signed that, like, gigantic oh, yeah. uh, merchandising deal with, what yeah. was that, Nike, was he? He was everywhere, man. He was fucking everywhere. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, MC Scat Cat's just fucking balls deep in our hottest pops, pop star there. It's yeah. pretty pretty big era for uh, cartoon characters there. What, uh, what, uh, what would you say your favorite Paul Abdul tune was? Um, got to remember. Yeah, okay, so I'm thinking forever back to this era. Forever. And think, yeah, Forever Wait Your now. Girl probably was. Mm-hmm. I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time coming up with her, uh, her tracks, there's but that, you sang that one and that clicked with me like, ooh, I remember that one being good. There's Opposites hey, track baby. that we talked about yeah, you know, it's a track yeah. great video there's not uh, necessarily my favorite song that's for sure um there's the other one i i had it i for just a keep second. coming up with janet uh, jackson uh, songs uh, 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 
please, uh, please, please. Oh, that one was a big hit. Straight up, now yeah, tell straight me, up. do you really want to love mm-hmm. me forever? That was good, but I'm sticking with Forever Your Girl. Oh, what about Cold-Hearted Snake? The cold-Hearted Snake. Cold-Hearted Snake. That kind of reminded me a little bit too much of like uh, something that like somebody's big-haired aunt would be into mm. in the early yeah. 80s. I'd like to meet that aunt. You know, you know it's yeah. a fucking... Uh, yeah. Either way, um, this is an action movie podcast. It's it not is, a Paul Abdul podcast. It is a new year. <laughs> we do have a new theme going on here this January. We we do. We've been talking about diehard ripoffs for so long. It sort of started feeling like we were a diehard podcast. Yeah, but we're not. It's if, People, if you're new to the game, we move on every month. I guess you could new. say diehards to our podcast will be happy to hear mm, we're uh, moving yeah, along that's right and not a diehard you know you, you know who you are you know who you are the three of you that's you right know. uh this month january it's fucking we decided to to you know celebrate that new new yeah so we're doing a big event we're calling it new year oldest profession okay we're talking about four movies based around sex workers oh. this isn't going to be like a exploitive shameful thing here we are mm-hmm. celebrating the entire sex yeah. worker industry we've launched a baby oil and blow only fans and celebration yep. of this yeah. so we're gonna be doing some stuff where yeah. like i don't know you can watch like videos of us just like fucking winnie the pooh in it while we're like yeah. watching old episodes of jag and stuff just like crying into our hands yeah, just putting out like three-hour-long videos of stuff like that. So if Just you're interested in that... Three hours of full man sobbing. Onlyfans.com slash baby oil and blow. You're going to love it. It's, uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's... Most podcasts have a Patreon. Like, yeah. we hang some dong, man. Yeah. Go out there and work right. for that fucking money. Oh, we'll record an fans. extra 20 minutes or whatever. Right? right. Give us a Patreon money? No. Right. No, I'm going to fucking... Chicken heart, the, a webcam right. is what's yeah. going to happen here. Look at my penis while money. I cry. Yeah. You know? We didn't plan on all the crying. It sort of just happened. Yeah, right. I think it's kind of a gimmick. Well, it's now. nice, though, being paid. Because mm-hmm. usually, oh, yeah. like, I got I to gotta pay women uh-huh. to stare at my penis yeah, while sure. I cry. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a different thing. It. Yeah. I, I need right. you to step on it. But, uh, you know, a little bit of role reversal, and that's it's, nice. We've, maybe we are starting to figure things yeah. out it's in an, 2022. It's an industrious month. Things are already right. turning around. We're, we're not giving ourselves enough credit. Thank you. You're right. Pat that, on the back. Uh, now that we've got ourselves in a good place mentally, maybe we yeah. should move on to talking about our, our movie of the week. Maybe we should just move on. <laughs> maybe we should move on and get this thing the fuck over with. Um, no, that's not true. There's going to be a lot of fun to be had with this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's get into the rundown of our film. This week, uh, this week, uh, the rundown is going to be brought to us by the 10 best strip clubs in America, which I found in this Men's Journal article to let us know what the 10 are. Men's I mean, Journal's a reputable magazine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to run, wow. run down it here. Uh, okay. The first of our 10 is Foreplay Gentlemen's Club in West Los Angeles. I thought uh, you were going to say West Lafayette. I got no, excited. No, yeah, though, you know, there's some. That's under probably. The, that's on the 10 most under the radar yeah. fucking like underrated yeah. strip clubs in uh, uh, 10. I say it's. 10 most popular strip clubs to get a handy. This one says, though totally nude in L.A. means no booze, who cares? Yeah, this joint funny. has enough silicone to caulk over the San Andreas fault. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, strip club connoisseur Z-Bone rates oh. this the number one nudie bar in the area. And he wow. should know, he visited every pole-filled dive in the region. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. He says, on any given night, you're bound to see knockout playmate quality dancers. Okay. That's Four Play Gentlemen's Club, West Los Angeles right mm-hmm. there. Okay, that's uh, We'll move on to the clubhouse in Dallas. Okay. Apparently, there's 50-plus uh, clubs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but this one's the two-time Dance winner of Exotic Dance Dancer Magazine's Nude Club of the Year. Got wow. any? Uh, got any issues of Exotic Dancer Magazine laying around? Um, I don't want to tell you because mm-hmm. I don't need people breaking into my house to steal my okay, expensive back issues yeah. of... The thing so I said. wonder if there's any like uh, there's any like good nudie picks in there, or if it's all just industry talk, just like it's a lot of shop. articles. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot, lot of shop, shop talk. talk. Yeah, uh, this this is one of those places that has everything. Says Texas stripper Susan Wayward. Any type of girl you want, they have. So, oh. Wow. Uh, also, they boast uh, that they are the favorite spot for members of Pantera. Uh, surviving members of Pantera. <laughs> they need somewhere to, you know, drown their sorrows. Both of them? Matt, I know Portland, Oregon is famous for its strip clubs, and uh, this place is saying right. Mary's Club is the place to uh, to go there. It's a uh, landmark for its vintage blacklight murals, hot new girls, and relaxed hole-in-the-wall vibe. You know what that means. You could fucking touch them. Yeah. Yeah. Hole-in-the-wall vibe uh, means you're going to get a blowy from most likely a dude on the other side of that bathroom 40, stall. 40 years after becoming Portland's first topless bar, uh, the owner's daughter is now slinging drinks, and the granddaughter is gyrating on stage. Nice! That's I what I that wanted to hear. the family energy right there, yeah. We're taking a field trip, I motherfucker. Think, I think it's time. I think that might be Portland's where we settle down and open up Living Dead Girls. Oh, look look out, Eric Perez. We're coming to stay with you right. until we get yeah. our feet on the ground. You're not going to enjoy it. No, no, you're not. No. It's going to be a bad period in We're your gonna life. We're going to offend you and all your new friends you've made. Matt, Lollipop's Gentleman's Club in Daytona Beach, Florida mm-hmm. is apparently the place to be. The NASCAR Circuit and Spring Break Mainstay has earned its place on the list by having three stages, a roster of 150 uber hotties, although no longer topless thanks to the heartless city ordinance. Oh, no thank you, no thank you. (laughs) Quiet list, though. Listen to this. People who are known to hang out there. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, okay. Evil Knievel. Oh, is he still alive? And uh, always bet on black. Wesley Snipes has been well, up in that place. So. Well, do Impressive. they name drop it in Girls, Girls, Girls? Uh, not clear from this Men's Journal article, but I will email the, the author. Oh, here we go. We're getting into local area now. Uh-oh. The Penthouse Club in Saugat, Illinois. Saugat? Apparently, it costs a VIP membership of $1,500 a year to go to this place. Whoa! But worth it. The hostesses go to bartending, wine, and cigar school. Plus, local law allows complete nudity, liquor, and full contact lap dancing, Matt. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a brothel. I could fucking find $1,500 somewhere. I could scrounge that up somewhere. I spend at least that much Mm -hmm. on stupider shit throughout the year. Um, The girls are hot and their staff is incredible, says fire-breathing porn star Jennifer Steele. And then it... Was she... And and then it... uh, was she married to Pete? Specifies, Steele? you know Jennifer from Big Boobs Bangaroo Twenty Nine and Whack Attack Twelve. I thought so. Right, yeah. that Jennifer Steele was <laughs> Whack Attack Twelve. 
Matt, this one's not going to be a shocker to you. Scores Manhattan is on the oh. list right here. Oh, take, take off your clothes. You're so hot. Full of upscale clubs, oh, but this oh, one's good yeah, enough oh, for Howard oh, Stern. Oh, you are so hot. Who reportedly has oh, his own oh, private t- room. T- t- take off your clothes. Let, let me see. Let me see. T- the oh, girls have oh, great personalities. So they smile, and if you turn them down for a lap dance, they won't get bent out of shape or get up, says Ryan D. Bowman. Ro- Robin. Author Robin. of the isn't, isn't she something? Book, Robin. Nine she Rules something? to the Strip Club. So yeah, fucking club's name recognition alone is he, worth visiting. You know, yes. uh, he married in uh, he married in Ostrowski. Didn't we go to a scores the last time we were in? A we Strowski? did indeed, my friend. It was that a, thing was pretty uh, polished over and covered. Oh, if was, you ask me, yeah, it was the most. Uh, it was it was the best time we had that. Well, night. that was just because oh, yeah. we were so scared of that yeah. first strip club we went to, where all the girls were wearing yeah. bathing suits and so drugged out of their mind they right. couldn't string sentences together. We talked to those nice women at the bar for a while. That's true. The one was just real aggressive about trying to get money out of me. Then I was like, listen, honey, yeah. this place is empty tonight. Like, uh, you're, you're pushing it. Just chalk up tonight is a loss, all right? I'd, I'd feel bad for you and maybe tip a little bit more the if you one, weren't pushing so hard. The one I got uh, cornered by was a real sweetheart. Uh, we had some nice conversations. Mm-hmm. Her favorite Ninja Turtle was Donatello. Uh, she kept wanting to try new moves. Donatello. Uh, in, in in the in the little break. in the little backs nobody's favorite uh the 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 whatever room uh she kept doing this flip maneuver oh wow it was terrifying that but sounds, we, yeah. it was fun those, we had a nice time those stilettos start getting out of control yeah. once they want to yeah. flip upside down you're yeah. covering your face you don't they don't have any control no. where those heels are no. going she took she took the shoes off no thank God yeah. Uh, Penthouse Executive Club in NYC has a celebrity chef steakhouse and a 2,000 bottle wine cellar. Mm. Fucking, yeah. I don't like wine. No, me either, really. They've got enough combinations for 400 patrons and 100 girls a night. That's. Jesus. Four to one ratio? That sounds Wow. Sounds pretty opulent. This this is good spenders. This is is nowhere we're ever going. That's, That's for sure. Sam's Hofbrau is the L.A. pick right here. Yeah. Uh, this sounds more our speed. Working man style watering hole, 25 mm-hmm. brands of beer, pool tables, red brick, brick walls. Stop yeah. on Mondays for $2 Coors Light and booty shaking babes. Where's this? Uh, this is in L.A. Uh, this oh. is L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all of the girls are gorgeous but tough as nails. Take Isabella, for example. Oh, she's originally from Queens and doesn't take crap from anybody. Keep it. That's a that's a quote from Z Bone. Oh, from New York. Being the uh, keep it the expert here. How come she couldn't hack it? It scores. He keeps talking about their tude, so it sounds like Sam's Hofbrau might be like the sort of Ed DeBevix of strip clubs right oh. here. Like maybe they're being mean to you okay. on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, Sapphire Gentlemen's Club, their name dropping from Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, everything's bigger and flashier in uh, Las Vegas. I don't think that's uh, their money. You can't compare a regular hotel to a Vegas hotel. You can't compare a regular strip club to a Vegas strip club. Okay. Says Jason Schiffer of stripclublist.com. Says Jason Bourne. Okay. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Luxury skyboxes, 71,000 square feet. Sounds pretty big. World's biggest strip club, but also... Open 24-7. That's what oh. I'm talking about. Steak and eggs in there, 8 a.m. Oh. Fucking uh, topless bull riding, purple mm. leather assless chaps. These are just some keywords okay. you're throwing out All here. Right. Oh, Spearmint Rhino, also in Vegas. Definitely heard of that one. Mm. That one is infamous. 
Uh, waitresses are pleasant, not pushy. Environment super mellow. That sounds good for maybe like a yeah. midday strip club yeah. trip. Lots of business meetings. Yeah, like an early not, dinner. Really selling it great. That's 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 more a midday. Drop in there about three thirty four o'clock. Yeah, that's right. That'd be good. That's the ten right there. Is apparently, it? according oh. to Men's Journal, the ten yeah. best strip clubs in America. Did that uh, young lady at Heavenly Bodies bite your face or mine? Um, I thought we got her to bite your younger brother's face. No, no, no. Sucker. Sicked her on him. He was in the... he came back from the bathroom. He was in the bathroom. Yeah, but she, we were like, oh, we don't have any money, but you know who doesn't is a real sucker? Yeah. The guy is about to come back yeah. from the bathroom. She dragged Wait, me. you can quit nearly giving me rabies. She dragged me halfway you to that... You zombie monster. She dragged me halfway to that, you know, private dance area... I was scared. I just got to say, there's not a lot sexy about a a damp bathing suit when you're indoors, Matt. No. All the girls smelled like uh, depression, chemical dependency, and mildew. 18 vintage 1960s Playboys I got in the living room over there. It just just came in the mail. Yeah, you're in a... Very musty. Put it next nice sunny day, you might want to leave those outside. Let the UV light just kind of disinfect that. Matt, the rundown is of the 1987 film Stripped to Kill. Stripped to Kill. This is a film with a runtime of a uh, breezy 88 minutes. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Budget. Gross. There's no information about this. No. Why would there be? We don't know because we do know the executive producer is one... Roger Corman, fucking infamous uh, smut peddler, smut peddler yeah. who, you know, is doing a lot of under the table deals, making things as cheap as possible, cutting as many corners as possible. It's not always yeah. doing under those tables. Um, talk about the uh, the reception of this film. No one, no professional critic has reviewed it on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, but it does have an audience score of twelve percent. So it's pretty good, yeah, right? No, not liked by anybody as a turn. Oh, that's my mistake. Unfairly maligned, I would say, as we get into this and yeah. we start seeing that maybe maybe this movie's got some more to offer than uh, you, you can see at first glance. I'm going to say it right now. We're one of the first major podcasts to that's be true. covering this Of all film. the A-list podcasts, like yeah. fucking first, right. first on the list. First. Director of this film is a little lady by the name of Cat Shay. Who uh, did The Rage Carry 2, which yeah, is one of the did. most 90s things you can ever see. Yeah. Also did uh, one of my favorite 90s erotic teen thrillers, Poison Ivy, starring Drew Barrymore. Oh, she did the first. Which uh, has not been available to watch for quite some time, but yeah. just recently in the last week has been added to the Criterion channel. Oh! So I plan on giving Poison Ivy the yeah. first watch out of it. Since the 90s, probably tonight after we're done, we're done wrapping up this podcast. Sounds like a busy... Also, movie. uh... Can you name any other women in Poison Ivy sequels? In Poison Ivy sequels? I know that Alyssa Milano is in two. Ooh, is she two or is she three? I don't know that... Nah, she's gotta be two. Which one's like... Three. Which one's the new seduction? Mm, that's... I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, huh. Uh, also, Cache is very recently uh, getting some late career work during doing things like Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase. So, oh apparently my. she's moved on from smut to children's uh, films. Who's playing Nancy Drew? And I don't know. how some often nobody? Is she I'm sure. Topless in it. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of people getting topless, mm. let's get to, into the stars of this film, Matt. Of which there are a plenty. There are a plenty. Big name actors. First off, our main character, our protagonist, mm. Kay Lenz, is in this yeah, film. Yeah, is. Detective is. Cody Sheenan slash Summer. That's right. She is a police officer Summer. who has to go undercover. Sunny. Sunny, that's right. There you uh, go. She has this to go undercover drunk. as a stripper to catch a serial killer. She names herself Sunny. Yeah. Because as she says, it sounds slutty. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. She's right. Uh, Kay Lenz was Sunny. Sandy in the excellent 1985 mm-hmm. horror schlockfest mm-hmm. house, that original house. Great, great VHS cover, if you remember. I was going to say that. Zombie finger about to uh, ring the doorbell there. Yeah. Also, she was uh, the character Breezy in the William Holden movie Breezy, which was recently parodied by Sean Penn and Alana Hain in the movie Licorice Pizza. They're playing uh, Kay Lenz and uh, William Holden, or a reasonable facsimile of them, in one crazy fucking scene in that new P.T. Anderson movie. I followed none of that. Well, you know, check it out. Go see the new P.T.A. movie. It's uh, out there out there in theaters now, and it's a weird fucking time. I'll I'm gonna, tell you that I'm going to I'm gonna watch that Master Commander movie. Sean Penn and Tom Waits, they have a, a, a gangbuster scene together. They're it's in that? scene to be believed. Absolutely. Watch that. Is he all like, milk? He's not doing the milk character. Oh. No, he's, he's playing William Holden, as, as, as we yeah. established when you weren't listening. Yeah. Matt, Greg... Evigan, Evigan. William Holden. He wrote uh, that Catcher in the Rye. I know yeah, that that's right. Is yeah. that is that the guy? That's, that's him for sure. Yeah, he's been in seclusion for a long time. I don't know if you're humoring me. I'm humoring you. Nope. We're moving on. Uh, he's he's playing Detective Heinemann. Heinemann, the partner of our lead character here. Uh, you remember him, of course. Fans of seventies trucker cinema for being. M or BJ McKay in the trucker uh, and his chimp movie BJ and the Bear. I don't know that one's a favorite of the era. He was BJ and BJ yeah, and the that's Bear. That's right. Uh, yeah. He was McBride in underwater monster movie Deep Star Six. Oh yeah. Was that another Corman production? I don't know. I remember Probably. being like a low rent uh, around the time of the Abyss, like a ripoff movie. I don't know. Without the special effects. Most importantly, though, you all remember him, I'm sure, very well as the cool dad opposite Paul Reiser in the sitcom <laughs> My Two Dads, wherein Stacey Keenan's mom dies, and then she's inexplicably left in the custody of her mother's two ex-boyfriends who... Yeah. Both might be the father, question mark. It was the 80s, man. And then maybe they become a homosexual couple and raise her, question mark. I, I don't remember all time. the... Uh, I just remember being like, ooh, that's Stacey Keenan. She's... Uh, yeah. I got a crush on her. Until she went on to be the Dana Burger and a real stick in the mud on Family Matters. Or Family... What was it? Step by Step? Step that's right. by Step! Day by day. Then I moved on to the young one, Al. So I, I, I yeah. turned my attention to yeah. that young one, Al. Dana Berger turned it around in later seasons. Those, those pubes grew bleach, in real big. Bleach blonde and, in her hair yeah. and looking kind of like a bimbo. But the hot one wasn't the hot one anymore. No, it was all about all. Al and Dana yeah, Berger. All about those two. Matt, speaking about the hot one, 
Norman Fell is in this movie as Ray, the owner yeah. of the strip club. He was the uh, he's hot Mr. one on the Ropers. He's <laughs> fucking Mr. Roper. He's fucking Mr. Yeah. Roper on Three's Company and Techn- their spinoff show, The hey, Ropers. Hey, technically, he's fucking Mrs. Roper. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Dave, one of the truly seminal put-upon husband with a sexually unappealing yeah. wife uh, performances in sitcom history. He's one yeah. of the, the great sitcom characters. He kind of built the framework for it. Now, are you automatically a furly man? Oh, yeah, I think yeah. the Mr. Furley yeah. episodes are... Jack, you're what? For sure have a manic energy that the Roper episodes yeah. laugh, lack. Plus all, uh, his, all of his scarves. Norman Fell rolling his eyes at the camera, though, after like his wife says... Oh, yeah. Annoying. That's some good stuff really right there. Really good stuff. No, Man, you can't beat a fucking Don Knotts 70s Oh, his look. fashion? Yeah. His skinny little ass just like swimming in those giant leisure suits it yeah was, just it was scarves looks to for beat days. the band that's right brad david is in this film as Derek, the dorky strip club dj yeah you're gonna tell me hey did I, did I mentioned that ray was the owner of the strip club norman fell's character that doesn't okay, matter yeah. no, this matters. guy's the dj of the strip yeah. club uh, this guy was Billy in Everybody the, the stage. Ron Fatty. Howard race movie that he did for Roger Corman, Eat My Dust, which oh. is a, a fun time there. Also, he was uh, Alan in a creepy-ass psycho kidnapper movie, The Candy Snatchers from yeah. uh, the mid-'70s, which okay. I recommend. That one's weird. Yeah. Also, uh, big fans of Brad David, fans of his deep cuts, might remember him as Walt in uh, Season 1, Episode 18 of Chips. Cry Wolf, yes. where the uh, boys try to catch a menace who keeps calling in fake highway accidents. Mm. That was back when it was still John and Ponch yeah, before right. John yeah. got replaced. Oh, those were those are dark days dark, that I don't even like to talk days, about. Dark days, man. Moving on into this deep, deep ensemble cast here. Um, We've got Michelle Foreman playing the character Michelle of Michelle Pfeiffer, Angel. I love her. She's in all that shit. Angel is the first stripper who we see killed here oh, in this serial oh. killer who kills strippers oh. movies. Uh, she went on uh, to we, do big things. Did we get to see her boobs she before she She played does? another stripper in the horror flick Fear. And then um, after that, no, not 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 that one. That was That's the uh, teenage drama thriller Fear from the, the 90s. This one was 10 years earlier. By mistake. Went on to play another stripper in another erotic thriller, Sunset Strip. So yeah. She had, she's kind of had a play in strippers movie. niche, as, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, Probably because uh, she was a stripper. <clears throat> no? Okay, gotcha. Peter Scranton, not to be confused with Peter Frampton, is in this film. Or Scranton, Pennsylvania. Playing Pocket, uh, a creep who's always hanging out at the strip club and making the strippers little paper flowers and trying to give them yeah. to him. Um you remember him, of course, as playing the character NASA number two in the young Hollywood starlets accidentally getting shot into space movie Space Camp. Oh, That's a good one. do I ever? One. Also, he was Jack Pauling in the TV movie Poor Little Rich Girl, The Barbara Hutton Story, mm. wherein Farrah Fawcett played the seven-time married heiress to the Woolworth fortune. Did you ever mm. catch that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the time? So in that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I... Did watch Space Camp a lot. Oh, okay. Wow. This sounded yeah. like sounded like a fun one when I was reading the description. I've seen that movie a lot of times, Nate. That's weird. Was it used to be on cable all the time? I don't didn't really remember it. I think Ted was into it and we just rented mm, it a lot. Yeah, he was. Like, damn it, they don't have Navy SEALs. We're pervert. getting Space Camp again. Pervert. Pia Kamakahi is in this film. God bless you. As uh Roxanne, 
Yeah. Is the stripper lesbian lover of the murder angel. Stripple, stripper angel mm-hmm. who might have a a secret that she's hiding there? It might might be a hidden secret going I on. I tell you what, I I read the I saw the movie, read mm-hmm. the credits, mm-hmm. read the trivia That's and right. I, and I still don't understand. Uh this is her only acting credit. Mm. So, uh, that one didn't, didn't go on to She do should much. be taken off any day now. Lucia Lexington is in this film okay. as Brandy, another stripper. Brandy! Uh, you remember her as playing the character Stripper in the movie Fatal Beauty? Do I? Also, she I don't know that this other character was a stripper, but she played a she character was. named Lotta in the movie Taking It Off. So who knows what she did there? Maybe like a lunch lady or something? It's pretty hard to say. Hard to say there. Carly Byron is in this movie as Cinnamon, the pill addicted stripper who gets fired and then strangled. Cinnamon. This is also her only acting credit. Uh, At this point, we should just say there's a lot of women in this movie playing strippers who only have one acting credit, and I'm pretty sure they're they're all just real strippers, Matt. Huh. So uh, we we just move on. We can just move past that. Yeah. All right. Huh? One last, one last. Yeah, 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 yeah later on. Actress extraordinaire. I want to bring up that uh, for for very important reason here. It's because, bringing up uh, the the rear. Yeah, uh, a real rear bull, real rear bull. Rear, <laughs> rear, rear, rear. Diana Bellamy is in this film yeah, playing Cheryl. Cheryl, the receptionist at the police station. Not there. to be confused with her character Shirley mm-hmm. in something else. She uh, did. She was a switchboard operator in Air Force One. Yes, she was. So she's, she's one. Whoop, whoop, she's, whoop. she's one away from being a fucking triple crown winner here on Baby Oil and Blow. Is why I bring her up. We. Uh, she's a. She's we, a double we'll play again. Also, uh, you might remember her from another couple roles that I know you've seen her in. Yeah. Where she played Myrtle in season two, episode fifteen of Home Improvement. Love is a mini splintered thing, where Jill takes a compatibility test that says she and Tim are not compatible. Oh, and also Randy gets a chance to do a ventriloquist act, but yeah, can't keep his lips from moving. Right, he's really bad at it. App. Tim, classic app. Tim makes him a a Tim dummy. It's a lot of he, fun. He does. He yeah. gets inspired he's with got an opportunity to make fun of his belt. father. Yeah. Also, you might remember her as playing the character Mrs. Riccardi. In Skinefeld. Season 8, episode 10 of Seinfeld. The Andrea Doria, where a survivor of a shipwreck beats George out of an apartment. So he decides to tell the landlords the tragedy of his life and attempt to win the apartment back. The tragedy of Costanza. Uh, I think she's one of the three peoples listening to his story. Hmm. Hmm. I believe that's who Mrs. Riccardi is. I remembered that plot line, but couldn't remember anything else that goes on in that episode, which is rare for those season eight episodes. They've always got a lot going on. I can get Dave on. A lot going on. We should should call him. He'll let us know. Tagline of this film, Matt. Yeah. A maniac is killing strippers. What? Detective Sheehan has one weapon to stop him. Her body. (laughs) Okay, plot plot synopsis here. This is... uh, a rare instance of the plot synopsis being shorter than the tagline. Hell yes! Yeah. A Los Angeles policewoman's partner has her pose as a stripper to lure a killer of strippers. There we go. Yeah! Uh, that's uh, the rundown there. Now we get into the next uh, the next thing we do on the podcast. It's the next segment, I guess you call them here. It's uh, called yeah. Bullet Points, is what we call it. So are we digging in the notes? Let's see uh, what, what stood out to us while we were watching the film. 
it's a nice little way for us to blaka, kinda, blaka. you know go chronologically through the film without getting too confused yeah. in the uh, you know twists and turns of our conversation here. Try not to, Matt. I can see that uh, despite the hardships of the past year, you still did the work and made some notes here on this film. Yeah, I got no quitting uh, me. Why don't you kick us off here and let us know what your first bullet point was, Nate? You, uh huh, crank that soldier can't boy. Deny. Oh. oh, I see. The night. I can't deny the nights. Is that the, the the first song that's played here on the killer soundtrack of uh, Strip to Kill? Is, is that what's happening here? Nate, we uh, find out real fast that this sure. movie about strippers uh-huh. stripping the music that's right. has no real licensed music because mm. they shot the whole movie with licensed music. And then we're like, is that ah, the story? we can't afford that. They just get Jimmy Let's Hart just to do dub some over everything with fake music. That's fucking awesome. That explains why the music is so fucking off the wall in this thing. Yeah. But uh, I've, I got to enjoy a movie about strippers that has the guts to just start mid-fucking strip routine, yeah. which this one does. Right. Get, and it's uh, a spicy number. Yeah, we get some nice big 80s hair, as you would expect on yep. this one. She's using an appropriate amount of hairspray to get that stuff standing up at the fucking uh, ceiling there. Well, Aquanet tease it to the moon. Uh, I wrote down, uh, speaking of the song, I wrote some weird-ass spoken word vocals on this song. Sounds like a low-rent Lou Reed. Uh, it sure <laughs> did. Right it here. sure did. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Joe, <laughs> take a walk on the crazy town. I also wrote, this bitch is doing a almost a breakdancing routine. Where are the poles in this place? She's spending a lot of time on the floor. Well, there's one in the front of the stage and one uh, stage right. We'll learn that later, but at this yeah. point I was still confused because she's just down there spinning around. I wrote, how often does this floor get mopped? She's, is she coming up with like dirt stains on her ass cheeks? I'm, yeah. I'm uncomfortable with how, how much time she's just spending crawling around on the floor here. It's a pretty good thing. floor routine, yeah. Yeah. This is where we first meet uh, DJ Derek as he's spinning yep. this knockoff Lou Reefs. And I, I wrote, uh, DJ looks like a beardless Al Borland. So, oh, and there's another home mm. improvement connection right there, I guess. Oh, speaking of Al Borland, uh, he just re- announced on Twitter oh. very recently. Oh, wow. That, now, is uh, this a character account that uh, someone's doing as Al Borland? Or are we talking about Hollywood actor Richard Karn? Hollywood actor Richard Karn. Okay. He said after much, much thought and debate wow he will not be releasing richard karn nfts nfcs um don't know what that word is keep seeing that word being thrown around it's i think the new bitcoin in that i refuse to learn what it is because everybody talking about him is the worst person ever so i know that it's just stupid bullshit I'm pretty sure you just get the right to buy a digital image, like instead of trading mm-hmm. cards. It's like buying a painting, except you don't get mailed the painting, you just have a JPEG of it. I believe so. That's senseless. Anybody yes. could just hit copy right. paste and also have that yeah. that that picture, Matt. That's that's how yeah. the internet works. That's that's why I Invested my money in those last action hero cards, Nate. Yeah, just physical media. We're right. going to be making a return to it. Is like people can't sense the societal yeah. collapse that's happening around us. What do you think's going to happen to all the bitcoins when yeah. there's no longer an internet? You yeah. fucking geeks. Hey, motherfuckers. When we keep going further and further into the hole, and we're not allowed mm-hmm. to go anywhere into the mm-hmm. world, 
We're not going to want to go hang out on the fucking Oculus. No. We're going to want to own physical shit. That's right. We're physical people. That's right. That's why we're watching movies about strippers. There's going to be we like physicality. roaming bands of rapists, and yeah. you're going to want to have a physical shotgun to protect right. your young, supple body. Not uh, one of the Halo guns online. I'm just hoping to get on as one of the wheelies mm-hmm. from Return to yeah, Oz. I can see you being good at that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What on account I'm of just the, trying to get, on account get a of my, gig being the whiz? My coordination or my uh, creepiness? Do you, do you do a little bit of both. Oh, okay. I didn't think you'd probably be good with animals, so I didn't see you like, oh, great with animals. getting like a, a whole wagon pulled like the child catcher in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So I was like, maybe yeah, you could no. pull off a wheelie thing. I could. I don't know. You like that one, The Return to Oz? I with, uh, can't Baruza say Falk? that I've ever sat through the return really Oz. no i've indeed, watched that movie not. a lot of times indeed i have not like a lot i remember even as a small child it coming on tv and being like oh this is super low rent i'm not yeah. gonna sit through this probably it's terrifying you were more of a never-ending story guy nope once again super boring movie never finished it as a child huh. watch maybe 10 to 15 minutes of it and be like this sucks and is for nerds so you'd say it never ended Never really got going for me. Wow. The, the never got going story. I'll tell you another thing What's that I now? liked about uh, this opening strip number. Yeah. Is uh, she's crawling around on the ground a lot. It makes me mm. a little uncomfortable. Until she started doing those little little kitty cat scratches in the yeah, air. And I was like, oh, yeah. look at her. Yeah. She's out there working. She's doing she's kitty doing cat thing. scratches. She's doing her thing, man. Finally, all these uh, numbers, they seem to uh, fucking climax and the top coming off. This yeah. isn't topless the whole time. No. They're, this is a classic Work strip it. tease is what's happening. They're teasing mm-hmm. the stripping then. So, uh, they ain't so, yeah. showing pussy at this no, club. No, there's no 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 pee hairs anywhere. No. I, mean, I can see that. But uh, three minutes into the movie and we get our first pair here. So that's, I think, uh, pretty decent. for uh, Pretty all right. They're a modestly sized pair, but they're sitting real high on the chest. Mm-hmm. So they were they were fun to look at, is, is what I wrote oh, yeah. down here in my notes. I don't remember a bad looking set in the film. No, no, I don't remember being disappointed at any mm. point. But I do have... Uh, in-depth notes on each pair that we see, so okay. we'll be able to, we'll be able to relive it. it going forward. Yeah, for sure. this yeah. is good. Uh, next bullet point is abstract art. I think we cut from titties to some, yeah, we're in like some sculpting studio, and I was like, what's going on here? Are they? We're going to get some nude that. modeling going on here? What a weird jump cut. Mm. But, uh, turns out we just meet Eric, the weird little brother of uh, Roxanne, oh, okay. the stripper, who is yeah. closing up at his sculpting studio where he makes like... Just basically shitty mannequins of right. female figures with no real detail or anything. He seemed, seems like a pretty talentless little hack, quite frankly. Yeah. He's got some, like, uh, late 90s Justin Timberlake, like, uh, ramen hair ramen, going on. Yeah. Like bleach blonde ramen he does. hair. And, uh, he does. He's walking home, and we find out that he's got a fun uh, relationship with his mustachioed neighbor... Who I just called Canadian Tuxedo throughout yeah. my notes because uh-huh. he's just wearing a Canadian yeah. Tuxedo and he's like, "Hey, where's your sister? Come watch some kung fu movies right. with me." And he's like, "Oh, my sister's not gone. Can I still come?" And he's like, "Yeah, Later. I don't think so. You weird little fruit." Later, homo. Break. My note is uh, some dork catches two chicks getting it on. That's right. He shows back up at the house he shares with his sister to find Roxanne, Roxanne and Angel on the couch, titties out, oh. just a, a pretty hot makeout session. Oh, yeah. But then she's like, my brother's going to be coming home. I got to get out of here because he's fucking crazy. We got a weird incestuous relationship yeah. thing going on clearly here that's going to 
pay off later on in this movie for sure, or this would not be a fucking subplot. Yeah, this is 1987, then, so it's about 30 years ahead yeah, of the stepbrother, stepsister that's craze. Right. So. Still weird back then, yeah. and not hot yet. Yeah. So the, the kid's at the door, he's like, what's going on? You told me we were always going to be together, and now you're talking about moving out with her, blah, blah, blah. I want to be inside you. Yeah, a weird little, like, uh, tiny gay boy and his stripper sister argument that's very sexually charged, and I was just like... Oh boy! Remember, this movie's getting weird when you were younger, and we used to call you gay boy. You <laughs> used to get so mad. Matt, we've established this as a movie about strippers. Uh huh. So, what would you cut to after that scene right there, where we've had maybe like two or three minutes of screen time without a stripper team? Girls, girls, girls. That's right. Hit the bathroom. I had a theory when I was watching this movie that this might have been your favorite routine of the flick here because. This is the thickest chick we got in this movie. We cut to a thick blonde chick on a motorcycle, kind of dressed a little bit like a biker chick a little bit. She's got some, she got some mass to her. She's got some musculature, and I, I, I was picturing you licking your lips when you were watching this, this scene right here. Uh, in a creepy fashion or an LL Cool J fashion? Uh, one in the same, my friends. Goddamn right. You're not wrong on anything. Mm-hmm. You're 100% across the board. That's right. Hands down, my favorite gal in this film. got some gymnast background for sure. She's pulling off some impressive flips. Big, some splits. wide, squared off mm-hmm. dumper on this gal. I wrote down a jawline kind of masculine, but I'd let her crush me with those thighs. Yes, you would. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote, this song is pretty annoying and doesn't sound like music at all, <laughs> especially music that would be playing during a biker chick number whatsoever. Yeah, I, I wrote, this number involves a motorcycle. Yeah. Not as good, but it grows on you. Yeah. I think you'd want some smoking in the boys' room or something uh, if, you know, you had your Everybody druthers knows or whatever you could smoke Smoking ain't allowed in school. Yeah. I wrote, uh... Nice titties on this one. Mm-hmm. A little bit more mass than the previous pair, yeah, and they've they got were. a fun swing to them they when she sure moves. They sure do, huh? So, yeah. uh, also, I wrote, this chick could make a killer as a pro wrestling yes. in modern days if she, if, she, if, she, if she was around now. Yeah. She reminded me of that uh, little uh, Russian gal they got oh, wrestling in AEW okay. that's a real squared-off little powder keg. That sounds, that sounds delightful to me. Yeah. I'm going to look her up. Uh, Later tonight, while I'm watching Poison Ivy on the Criterion Channel. Man. Apparently, they got some sort of, like, Class of 92 thing or whatever, where they added a bunch of movies from 92. I'm dying to see what else they have on there other than Poison Ivy. I just saw an Instagram post of theirs. Gotta be some great ones. Looks like you're gonna be watching uh, fucking Reservoir Dogs again. After this, we move backstage to get a little uh, glimpse at how the sausage is made here in the strip club. And, uh... This locker room looks real grimy, man. You think I don't know so? What this location is, if they built it or if they found this room somewhere, but there's like legitimately stains all over the walls. This looks like a tenement and like a movie set in the 19 teens or something, basically, where these girls are dressing backstage. This was all supposedly filmed inside of a real strip club. So love to hear that <laughs> the real strip club looked this disgusting. Yeah. DJ Derek's trying to lure strippers into a date with him because he's got two tickets to Dire Straits, yeah. which was a cool little <laughs> detail that I liked here. Yeah. There's a there's a great little... I know you like the Impractical Jokers. Oh, big fan. There was a... Uh, Raj, I love that guy. Yeah. Deke. Deke is one of my favorite on that He's show for nut. sure. He's yeah. a nut. 100%. That guy's crazy. You he, he, he keep a straight face during anything. There's a great uh, like middle of the series season where they're starting to get famous. 
And okay. uh, anytime more of them. Do they get chubbier over the course of the show or do they fluctuates. start off really chubby? It fluctuates. Okay. okay. Uh, once they start getting a little bit of money, anytime one of them has to interact with a hot chick mm-hmm. and they decide to just go off script and into business for themselves, that's they hit right. them with, you ever seen Hamilton? That's pretty good. You want to go see Hamilton? <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's got to figure it out. It's pretty good rap. That's what our boy uh, DJ Derek's back, doing here. Back in the early 2000s when my go-to to girls at the college bars was... You ever, uh, you ever heard of that show, The O.C.? Yeah, that's me. Prove me wrong. Not, not a single one wasn't completely confused as to what I was trying to say. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. I just stick with the, uh, yeah, you're not bad, but a high six, low seven. Mm, I, I like the comic moment here uh, when uh-huh. uh, the one chick backstage is heard to remark, who do you have to blow to get an air conditioner in here? Right when Mr. Roper walks into that door, right there, there he is. Turns out he's the guy. Yeah, he's wearing That's one of those you're blowing, damn it. weird old man at the racetrack hats, and he's got sure a big is. stogie in his mouth. Yeah. This whole fucking movie, yeah. just like some like some of those like plaid kind of golf pants. A lot, yeah. I think, his his this, wardrobe is just on point in this. And this is this is an old Norman Fell. Yeah, oh, old yeah. decrepit Norman yeah. Fell. We're getting right here. I tell you what, Norman Fell really plays put out well. Oh, 100%. Not doing any of his over-the-top eye rolls no. and smirks at the camera here, yeah. which I feel like you got Norman Fell on the cast. You're making a shitty movie. Like, yuck it up. Yuck it up a little yeah. bit. Just, just Don't get be this afraid. guy yucking it up. Don't be afraid. Come on, cat whoever fucking directed this. You didn't know what you had. Cat shade. Uh, if you're going to build some, uh, some clues into the mystery here, uh-huh. we've uh-huh. got uh, another suspect maybe. This is where we meet Ooh. creepy customer Pockets, who uh, corners Angel when she's on the payphone. Pockets. And, uh, somehow he made his way backstage, even though he's not supposed to be back there, and tries to give right. her one of his little paper flowers. And she's like, you're not supposed to be back here, Pocket. Yeah. Looking like, oh, where's the security? Yeah, I wrote this guy's got real cum-stained pants energy in yeah. this scene. Yeah. So great casting. Great, great casting for this role. He really reminded me of that uh, one uh, possibly learning disabled mm. gentleman we saw mm. at that one strip club that was uh, oh, okay. in Ooh. those cargo trying to bring back some memories pants here. or yeah. sweatpants with like a... F- I think it was cargo pants. He had a full boner, though. Uh, he was I've with his like dad. I've seen too many people like that remind me of that on a at Sunday. the independent wrestling shows we've Where been to. We what strip club was that? I've definitely never been to an afternoon strip club. I don't know. We went to the Lake Station one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me, yeah. You and your wife, right. after doing something weird, we stopped at the strip club. Where did that. we go? We were like, it's 3.30 on a Sunday. Should we go to the strip club? I don't remember. But what yeah. If- Better times, I guess. Kept trying to like buy Maria dances so he could watch her getting dances, and we were yeah. like, "No, man, nah. that's not gonna happen." Nah. Quit asking. Yeah. yeah, strip clubs are fucking cool. sad. Oh yeah, no, yeah, what you said. <laughs> yeah, well, gotta head back to one these days. Absolutely, I haven't been to one since. Uh, since that last time we were uh, freaked out by the bathing soup club and then went to scores. And yeah. how how far pre-COVID do you think that was? Oh, you're boosted up now. You should yeah, be good. Yeah, I'm triple vaxxed. Like, yeah. I got to get in there before they shut all these fucking things down again. Nate's triple vaxxed. Hope that pussy's waxed. Oh, <laughs> putting that on a t-shirt for sure. Hell yeah. Bitch got thrown off a bridge is my next uh, bullet point here where we're, we're seeing a chick just yeah. sitting on a bridge. And then a shadowy figure in a hoodie just comes by and pushes her off the fucking bridge, so she falls to, yeah. I guess, her near death. She's kind of crippled there at the... It's, it's not a super high bridge. 
my uh my bullet point here mm-hmm. was first scene without titties. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So a real dry spell for the yeah. film right here. What are we like? Fifteen minutes in? Mm, gotta be. Gotta be to fifteen minutes into this eighty-eight minute movie here. That feels right to me. I tell you what, it's pretty good that we made it this far. Yeah, fucking titty to minute ratio is uh, doing pretty it's good. Phenomenal here. here. This this casual pusher then uh, climbs down and uh, dumps a bunch of gasoline on this bitch. And, yeah. Uh, then starts like. Cutting up her skirt with a knife, which yep. remember that he carries a knife right there. That's going to be another clue later, I think. Uh, nice panty shot is, is, is a thing. I've Great panty sure. shot. Sure. Um, cut to uh, a cop doing some undercover work dressed as a bum yeah. for whatever reason. Street She's like person. in a weird bum fucking like a uh, little, just like a Hooverville. Yeah. And uh, there's like a troubadour next to her playing guitar. Mm-hmm. And some people steal like a dollar bill out of the troubadour's little pot there and run away. And then she as an undercover cop dressed as a bum gets up and what is this sting operation I wrote here? Is the, I'm not, I'm not certain. Is the police department putting resources out there to uh, make sure that Homeless people aren't getting robbed by other homeless people when trying to do street performances. It's a nice gesture. Uh, I think we got to cut the payroll. Hashtag defund the police. If, if this is what our manpower is going uh, towards, this doesn't this doesn't seem like a good use of nice. department resources. If you're asking me, yeah. You want them... Uh, we need to get the bulldozers out there and fucking take care of this tent town is what I'm telling you, man. Whoa. Easy there, sweep Lori people, Lightfoot. Sweep these people into the fucking L.A. Ravine or whatever the fuck that thing is. The yeah. reservoir. Tell you what, they open up a nice uh, Bob's Furniture just off of the fucking uh, Dan Ryan. Oh, wow, and, that sounds And now nice, you yeah. want to get all the, the bums out of there? Yeah. I, Sleeping in tents? This, this is one of the main thoroughfares into the city. You oh. want that being one of the first thing oh. fucking out-of-towners see when they're coming in? We're trying to attract tourist dollars. Sounds like somebody's never been to Washington, D.C. Either way, she chases... I uh, have been to Washington, D.C. It's, uh, it's no San Francisco. I'll There's tell you that much. so many homeless no people. No San Francisco. And they all sleep on the, on the fucking grates mm-hmm. in the, on the sidewalks. Yeah, that's right. Just, just to get the warmth from the steam the rising up. San Francisco up. bums will try to sleep on top of you. They'll, they'll move right into your bedroom. They're fucking wild. It's one of them San Francisco gay jokes. Way to go. It's, nice it's work. Not. They will oh. li- literally oh. try to climb you like you're a jungle gym. Oh, that's... Uh, that's that's concerning. Either way, this this undercover cop dressed as a old timey hobo. I think yeah. she's literally got like shoe polish under her eyes. She runs into uh, the murder scene we were seeing previously, just in time to see uh, this bitch get lit on fire by mm-hmm. the uh, mystery assailant. Mm-hmm. Which the editing in this this particular scene is so terrible. It's oh, you kind of so? impossible to. Uh, uh, to tell who's tell getting like, lit on exactly fire? what's happening, who's yeah. getting lit on fire, who's reacting to it, or if these people are even standing in the same location with each other. But or if I should care about this character eventually that's it all disguised comes out as a watch. homeless yeah, person. Like the cop a lot gets, of questions. gets some, her gun out, but then like she gets some gasoline in her face. Yeah. But then uh, I, I kind of figured out her partner, uh, my two dads, shows up and pulls her out of the way right before the match is flung. Nice guy. So then the uh, victim is the only one who gets lit on fire, which we learn later is Angel, the stripper. Who, yeah. Uh, we we, we, what a we shame. saw talking to Pockets by the payphone. She's that we She saw, dies screaming. That we saw playing titty time That's with right. uh, fucking Roxanne. That's right. Yeah. All this stuff has happened. But now she's got her skirt cut open. She's laying broken on the ground she's been lit on fire she dies screaming yeah this is that kind of movie 
Uh, partners is my next bullet point here because mm-hmm. we meet undercover bum's cop partner. Uh, my two dads pulls her away from the fire. Uh, he's got cool hair like Nick from Family Ties. This is the first thing I wrote about him right here. Hey. That I wrote, these two seem to have a fun relationship. They're busting each other's balls back yep. and forth. Hey. So we were saying there's probably yep. like 50, I'm just hitting you with yeah, the There's a lot yeah. of Nick stuff. Yeah. We're probably like 15 minutes in, get our first scene without titties. Yeah. It's probably time to cut back to another strip routine, wouldn't you think? Snake and fire stripper. Hell Everybody yeah. welcome to the stage. Fanny. The light is, is all. Fanny? This isn't know. Fanny yet. No, no, no. How dare you? Um, this, this, the light's all red, like Kane's coming out to wrestle. Oh, I think this is Zena. This chick, maybe. I didn't catch her name. It's Zena. But she can blow fire. Yeah, that's she's, Zena. She's got a snake. She's got a big ass, like fucking Britney Spears style snake. She's she the, dances around. She's with. the grizzled old vet. There's some sort of like rotting tree she uses as a prop when she's. Uh, it's yeah. very theatrical right here. Um. I wrote, this one's got great big titties, and they're wobbling around everywhere. Definitely the biggest wobble, titties wobble, in the wobble, movie, wobble. but also the most homely in the face. Mm-hmm. But man, does she know how to make up for that with big wobbly titties and theatricality. Some effort. Yeah, some yeah. effort right there. But then this was the shortest strip scene we get sure yet. There's only a few seconds. There's most of you just like, oh, how are we going to get to... Uh, the next scene here, that's uh, also going to be a, a stripping routine. Yeah. Probably going to have to transition it with a stripping routine. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, pff, Roxanne comes in, and she's like, <laughs> some sad stuff's been happening in my life. You know, like, fucking, uh, my brother's weird. Yeah. My lesbian lover just got burnt alive randomly in the park. Uh, my neighbor, Canadian tuxedo, keeps trying to fuck me. Yeah, he's got a shotgun, and he keeps talking about kung fu movies. Yep. Maybe I could have, I don't know, like a couple days off, Mr. Roper, because yeah. I'm kind of at the end of my rope. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. fuck no, go strip right now. Yeah. I want you on stage stripping Right now. Unless you don't want last week's paycheck. He's got a gigantic stogie in his mouth when he's telling her this, so you know he's in charge. Tell you what, though, uh, from what I know about strippers, they primarily mm-hmm. work off of tips. And That's right. I don't really but think not a, a week's reality. scare them. Not in this reality, because we learn later on they're not allowed to accept tips. Oh, that's There's a right. town ordinance that yeah. if you're topless, you can't be within five, five feet, feet of the customers. Of the here. patrons. So they're relying entirely on uh, their paycheck here, which seems crazy to me. That's Nobody would strip for a paycheck. That's nice, though. Yes. Think they get health insurance? Uh, I would assume so. Mister Roper is not running some sort of yeah. low rent place here. Seems pretty legit. So then uh, Roxanne has to go do a sad strip routine where she's very sad and uh, <laughs> just dead, dead eyed. Oh! But I wrote she's very tall mm. and has some exotic brown girl stuff going for her, so that's nice. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of her routine, she steals a bottle of champagne from uh, one of the customers and pours the bottle of champagne. All over her titties. All over her titties. Gotta tatties. be a big earner because right? she, she was touching customers to get that close and nobody was yelling at her over the microphone. So yeah. this just got seniority or something. You know she's taking tips on the sly here. Yeah. Roxanne's got it figured out. I don't know why she even want a couple days off. You know, what's that going to be in lost earnings right there? Too much, really, is what we've too come much, too much. to learn. Uh, speaking of lost earnings, yeah. Mr. Roper's worried about them. Cause yeah. He's got to give a pep talk in this next scene. He does. We're backstage again, and he's pissed because yeah. one of the blondes did a dance the previous night and didn't pull her titties out at all fucking during the thing. He 
He pretty much gives him the John Goodman uh, nerd speech. Got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn perverts. Yeah, he's like, I don't know about you, but I'd want to redeem myself. So he's like, they're like, "Uh, you know what? Like on a slow night when nobody's in here, I'm not fucking pulling my titties out. And he's like, fucking, you're going to pull them out or you're going to be on the streets. All right, let's go out there. Good game. I want to see those titties wobbling. Pull your titties out, right. Oh, by the way. Angel's missing. Oh, yeah. Angel has probably been burned alive, and the uh, word is spreading. Word word is now spreading. Yeah. Uh, My next bullet point is, I'm your goddamn partner, which is an Indiana Jones reference, I guess, which is in my brain when I was watching this. Nice. Because my two dads shows up to pick up old uh, Cody What's-Her-Fuck, our main character, and uh, she's sassing him. Cody Abilene. So he's like, all right, I'm just going to throw my car in reverse and peel out of here and not pick you up for work today, then, as a little prank. I was like, he's too have fun, man. Yeah, he's yeah. got his. They got a good yeah. fucking routine going. He's got an earring that's a sword pushed through his ear, which looks awesome. He looks really fucking got a cool. Cool leather jacket. Yeah. Nick from Family Ties hair. Some cool like fucking six o'clock shadow going on. He's like, he's like fucking uh, Kyle Kyle Reese without the uh, yeah. alcohol. He's got some dependency. Less jittery Kyle Reese energy going on. Right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, they go and have a talk outside of Randy's Donuts, which is that famous donut shop with a gigantic donut on top of it. Oh, Lard Lab? I just put a little note here that we could probably do an entire month of movies that uses this donut shop as a location. Uh, maybe maybe we should keep that in mind once Lard we really Lad? start scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas of uh, months we're going to have. Is that the donut also, shop yes, from The Simpsons? Also, yes, parodied from The Simpsons yeah. uh, very famously. And that Treehouse of Horrors episode. Simpsons did it. Also, cops eating donuts, that's funny. Fucking you know what I'm saying? You know why you know why cops eat donuts? Why why is that, Matt? Because they're fucking delicious. Mm, That's true. That's why everybody likes fried chicken and grape soda. All right? Some shit's just good. No no. Listen, there's people are allowed to eat fried chicken and grape soda. Yeah. I don't I've never heard of anybody who has anything to say about fried chicken and grape soda. It's just understood that everyone likes it equally. Okay. All races and creeds. There we are. Um some old black ladies sassing him cuz he's like messing around with a big switchblade, pretending like he's stabbing old Cody. Yeah. Black lady's like, "Ooh, I think you're a piece of shit, fucking my two dads." Right. It's it's all fun and games outside of just a donut shop. But I'm like, probably need to get some titties in this movie. It's, it's been like Dragging half the scene right bit, now. Huh? Unfortunately, we're at the police station. Next scene, nobody's going to pull the titties oh, out of the police station. Oh, Talk about like a boring lull in the film <laughs> right here. Boring, 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 boring. We're doing a walk and talk where they're letting us know basically the plot of the movie now. Just like, uh, somebody's killing strippers. You're going to have to go undercover and get your tits out as a stripper because you're the only cop that looks like a stripper. They're like, we'll have to infiltrate the club. Mm-hmm. You'll uh, go do a amateur night. Yeah, that's right. If it's, you win, they'll hire you're you. You're gonna be the new stripper. You ever, uh, you ever, you ever know a girl that did an amateur night? Mm, I'm sure that I have, but uh, never been like, hey, I'm going to go do an amateur night uh, in a couple days. Come out hmm. and see it or whatever. It's just, that's I'm a shame. Sure, I've known some girls who have. At rock bottom, uh, secretly uh, drove thirty miles out of town and did, done a sad amateur night. I, I would imagine. Hopefully, also, I'm not gonna lie. I know a couple of party chicks who probably have just done them, and I wasn't paying attention when they were telling me about how they did it because they get their titties out all the time. Right, that's fair. You, you know the few that I'm talking about. I do. 
I know exactly who. Uh, Cheryl, the receptionist, has a great line yeah. here where uh, she's just like, uh, she's wondering who's going to do her stripper makeup. And Cheryl, the receptionist, is like, don't worry, my sister runs a whorehouse. Mm-hmm. I got a guffaw for me. I like it. And I liked her immediate follow up of, no, I'm not going to tell you where. You might get uh, yeah, transferred right. to Vice one day. I don't, I don't want you taking down. My sister's got a yeah. good thing going here. My two dad shows up with a bunch of tiny stripper outfits. He's like, how about this one? How about this one? Uh, she's just like, oh, my God, do I really have to do this? And they're like, yes, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to go do this. Right. Then we learn that in order to ensure that she wins, the entire force is going to go down there and applaud to make sure she uh, wins the... Applause meter. Not the entire force, just a lot of guys. And she's like, You mean the whole force is going to see me naked? Yes, that's right. And you don't have a choice. Right. This is a 1980s film. We're not asking for consent, Cody. Yeah. Put on your little stripper this outfit. This is what and you get out there. signed on for, you yeah. dumb whore. When you decided to be a cop, this is what you signed on for. Right. Everybody knows that. Next scene is amateur night. I'm going to tell you right now there's a reason they went after Weinstein and not Car- Corman. Why is that, Matt? Because Corman just put all his cards on the table, That's right, friend. I'm not, I'm not trying to hide who I am. A little bit of honesty. Am I out here begging for Oscars? No, no. No. I'm out here begging for your money to watch titty flicks. That's right. Thank you. Purveyor I, of smut. I wrote, we're at amateur night, and we've got a skinny girl with curly hair, braces, and a pair of bolt-ons dancing. She's going to be pretty hard to beat. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh-huh, I was a uh-huh. big fan of her work. Yeah. Braces and bolt right. yeah. It's amateur night. Like, That's my note. Pretty yeah. decent looking pair of bolt-ons for like 87 Thank too. You. Like yeah. uh, they, they didn't look too frank and titty. But no. Like, yeah. Kind of had to give them a second look. Like those those aren't moving, right? Yeah. Those those are fakos, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Those are pretty. But they're pretty tasteful. Firmly well done for cemented under the armpit. For sure. Uh, time for Detective Cody to dance, and yeah. she shows up in a fucking prom dress. Yeah, old girl's like, up. That's got cop written all over it, honey. That's not a stripper outfit. They're gonna fucking they're gonna narc. Fucking notice you as the fuzz right off. You're gonna get fingered right off. Is is what I was saying. You're not gonna get fingered because oh, okay. they're gonna know she's a cop. Right. That's yeah. the problem. She's all too shy hey, to dance. She's, we know a guy woo-hoo. that can tell you. Which stripper you can stick a digit in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's a married man now, though, yeah. so probably we shouldn't uh, right. keep spreading that reputation. Yeah. Well, we didn't name names. No, no, no. no. We'll, 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 cut the, we'll cut it out when we said his name a bunch of times. One of them knew which stripper you could you could stick a digit in, uh-huh. and the other one didn't take said gentleman's advice. Oh. That's how he got that herpy on his finger. Yeah. It's, you got you to gotta listen to the expert. Yeah, you do. Uh, also, uh, one of the greats had a few friends who mm-hmm. uh, could give you the rundown of where all the best strip club meals were on different days. I remember from back in the day. These might have been the same gentleman. Might have been the same gentleman, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah, might have all been firemen. <laughs> oh no, no, that's uh, erroneous, sir. She's Alleged. doing an embarrassing little shimmy back she and really forth. Is. She's she's terrible. She's doing the most embarrassing little butt wiggles. She sucks. Look like a three year old dancing to the wiggles or something. It's yep. Fucking oh god, it's it's a disaster. She can't even get her dress unbuttoned. What an idiot! So then she just gets fed up and starts 
just aggressively ripping her dress off like the yeah. immortal Hulk Hogan, which that's what I pe- thought about. Too, people yeah. are starting to they're starting to come alive after this a little bit. Uh, this is maybe her cop strength and her aggression could be her her gimmick here. I'm writing her police brutality could be her stripper gimmick. I think maybe if you saw a chick fucking mm-hmm. dancing to Jim Johnston's Real American, yeah, uh huh. Think there's any anywhere we can go make that happen at this time of night? Think on the a, money would come out? Here? Like, you, oh yeah, like I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not even a Hogan man, but I'd still be like, this is. I got stacks of cash. You got it, honey. Just stacks of singles. You're just doing uh, it. Yeah, but I can't do anything with because right. they've closed down the lobby at my bank again. So yeah. I'm like, I'm bartending now. What am I gonna do with all this oh, right. money I made? I'm not sitting in a long drive-through line at the bank. I'll order one of them. I'm just uh, Dollar gun shooters off of Amazon, okay, and yeah. uh, we'll take them all there. We're just gonna, gonna shove it all in a mattress or something. But now I guess we're making it rain on strippers. Nice. Um. Ooh. Uh, while she's dancing, my mm-hmm. two dads uh, thinks that a guy is getting too close to her, so he goes over and tries to break yeah. her hand. And I'm like, fucking. Right. fucking Wait to, to not let people know you're police. Pretty chivalrous, right here, except right. for the fact that he forced his partner into uh stripping yeah. in front of people when she yeah. didn't want to do it other than that though you can tell this guy's uh he's, he's got the woman's best interest at heart absolutely for, for sure, he's a good dude sure. he's yeah. a good dude other than forcing that public humiliation she's going through right now um yeah she could uh, our protagonist cody here gets her tits out yeah uh, which i guess had to happen uh, as as this was set up but mm-hmm. you know it's, it seems a little early in the movie i thought for uh, yeah. the, the the main character's tits the to be big out, reveal but, Immediately she covers them up though. So she's I shy think, again. Yeah, she's shy again. She's ooh, and some Asian nerd in the audience stands up and gives her his jacket because he feels so bad that she yeah. uh, doesn't feel good having her tits out. So they're a polite you just get a, people. You just get a little glimpse, like the a one Asians, second glimpse. Polite people, trying to man. tease it out a little bit, I guess. Right here, I guess. Despite her terrible performance and uh, braces and bolt-ons being so much better from what we saw, so much better. The cops, the planted cops in the audience, are enough to get her the win. Uh, even though to yeah. anybody not a cop, that the fix is obvious. Everybody knows the fix is in right yeah. here. Think also all these guys just look like cops. Not a sleazy must or a fucking no. beard or fucking long hair. Other than George Michael. Yeah, other than George Michael, the partner yeah. who's undercover, he, he he still looks pretty cool. Yeah. He's got faith. Look like a bunch of cops. Uh, cinnamon strips in the next scene right here. Ew, uh, she's, she's yeah. Stripper cinnamon's in a real fancy ballroom gown and a full fur coat. Uh, she's got a big old sparkly diamond necklace on. She's doing like a posh spice fucking gimmick, I guess, mm. going on here. Nice. What's weird, though, is the song that she's dancing to, mm-hmm. uh, Money Makes the World Go Round. I love that song. S- sounds a lot like a Tom Waits sound alike in like a, a Bone Machine era Tom Waits sound alike. Uh, they couldn't right get here. the rights to it. Couldn't. but uh, Had to write their own. Seemingly what they were shooting for has yeah. got real gods away on business energy. Yeah. This Money Makes the World Around song. She's Jesus' own break. Very inappropriate sonically this film. It's been a rough time in the world because Jesus is on break. Uh, she does this this move I like right here where she's kind of just laying on her back and she throws her legs over her head and then just gives her butthole a slap, which is, yeah. is it's just this is a sassy little move it's, right uh, there. It's more of a taint slap. Just, just to let you know, like, hey, taint yeah, slap. I got a butthole. Don't forget yeah. about it when, when you're tipping me later. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, mm. I wrote though. This being the '80s, none of these women really have uh, all that impressive cabooses. No, this is pre-mix a lot, so we're still yeah. in the era of like 
skinny supermodels being the uh, ideal for some reason. Except for my girl, the motorcycle chick earlier. She was She's more got about the, most. the thighs, though, yeah. than she was the, the, it was a, I, I the said, caboose. I said it was a squared-off yeah. dumper yeah, on right, account right. of the thighs. Still counts. Problem with Cinnamon's performance here after her saucy little butthole mm-hmm. slap is mm-hmm. that uh, she's all pilled up, so she falls off the stage. Yeah. Kind of like those strippers we saw <laughs> in, the, in the damp bathing suits. She Cinnamon falls off the stage and then bites a gentleman on the cheek. That's right, yeah. Oh, God. And then says that she got fucked for the first time last week and she bled everywhere and she needs it again. Yeah. For a hundred dollars. That girl eighty dollars. Girl was saying a lot of sixty dollars. Girl was saying a lot of stuff trying to convince oh. us to go go in a back room with her. Yeah. What would have happened in that back room, I wonder. I assume we would have just been beaten and robbed by thugs back there. No, I think she would have just beaten us, raped us, been. and stole our money. Could have been, yeah. Uh, she lands in Pocket's lap is what happens. She was, and she was scared. She gives Pocket a little smooch on the cheek, but yeah. he, uh, she's laughing and he's yeah. freaked out. He doesn't want a stripper in his lap yeah. smooching him on the he's cheek. He's immediately just like, Waterburn, baby! He's got the same energy your younger brother did when he came back from the bathroom yeah. and we had geared up that fucking drugged-out stripper to... To, to target him yeah. as her main money mark. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. No. Very uncomfortable. Uh, Cinnamon's got some good joke after this, though, when we're hanging out backstage. Yeah. And she uh, comes in and she says, What's the difference between women and sushi? Rice. Yep. Hula- hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious bit of comedy there. Right See, women have Cinnamon. dirty vaginas that smell like oh. fish, I oh, think, is, is, is the that, joke. Oh, okay. Mm. She's I eating, think she's eating some some rotten sushi as it turns out it's probably not good for your health gas station sushi uh-huh. so uh, Roxanne the sad lesbian who's dating Angel is here uh, and she's all like I'm sad because you know my girlfriend was brutally murdered Mr. Roper shows up and he's like I don't want to hear about it yeah I don't give a fuck uh-huh. I'm just like, here to tell cinnamon she's fire fired cinnamon. Yeah. Like, I told you before quit coming in all pilled up it's yeah. embarrassing this is a respectable place I run. Fucking, you're out of here. We should point out that right before all that goes down, uh-huh. though, um, Sonny goes around the dressing room AKA to all the Detective strippers. Cody. Uh-huh. And she's like, my name's Sonny. Yeah. I'm really a police officer. Yeah, I've, I'm here to awkwardly grill you for information yeah. and obviously be yeah. a police officer for the rest of this movie. Like she, she really tells them, like, I'm a police officer. She's bad at being undercover. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know what I was interested in? What that is? Did we get a little tease here for and never a big payoff? Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. one of the strippers is just in the entire background of this scene wearing an Indian princess outfit and do- practicing nunchucks, I'm just like, this is going to be a good strip routine when we finally see this one play out. I want to say that's Turns our out girl. Just, just a back background gag. I want to say that's our girl Xena again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I think maybe. Yeah, because right then she too. goes on to blame Pocket. Yeah. for Angel's murder. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sonny in this scene is just like, yeah. oh, all right, thanks for letting me use your locker room. Glad I won that, uh, yeah. fucking amateur contest. Right. And Mr. Roper is like, you're the worst dancer I've ever seen in 40 years of doing this. But I respect you. You're, you're fucking hired. Yeah. You're my new undercover cop stripper. Yeah. Come on in here and poke around, you dirty old dish rag. Who's, who's, uh, whose turn is it to take the stage? Matt, it's my MVP of the film, Fanny. Who's coming up next? 
Okay. Everybody, welcome to the we stage. She's recently another just re- stripper team. She's here. returned from tours of the Philippines, and I forget where else he said uh, Fanny something. Uh, she's got crazy moves. This girl Fanny. We'll say she's, Singapore. She's wearing a slinky little dress, so she's she's not going to restrict her motion. She's out here doing back handsprings into she's fucking okay. like splits landings and stuff. She's, she's fucking okay. very impressive. She had to have been a high-level cheerleader in a previous less depressing life than what she's stumbled into right oh. now. Oh, you think she's in that hit 70s film, The Cheerleaders? Could be. God, I love that film. one. Uh, but what I wrote here Bring is, that that one compared to all these other me. girls, this one's kind of got a dump truck on her. Must be why they're calling her Fanny. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Nope, I'm still uh-huh. giving it to the oh, young no, girl no, no. with the blonde hair and the gaffed teeth. Fanny's Fanny, definitely bigger than Gap Tooth. Nah, you're fucking just biggest butt in the fucking movie. You're falling victim to long butt illusions, sir. Not highways to g strings. There was a lot of pausing and uh, inspecting going on during my watch. Of this, uh, I respect that. I trust that. Derek brings out a fur rug. She starts writhing around on the ground. Oh, that's right. This is the fur rug number. She's classy. She's not going to be rolling around on that dirty ground like fucking whoever in the fucking opening number. No. Meanwhile, out in the uh, audience, Cody's asking the thick one about pockets. Mm -hmm. uh, He's always wearing headphones, and he's basically... Autistic, like our friend Steiger, who wanted to throw a party where everybody wore their own headphones and listened to their own music at yeah. the party. He does yeah. this at a strip club. Probably a weirdo. What's his fucking joint? Uh, I'm going to go case this guy. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, this interaction better not cut away from the shot where we see Fanny's tits. Uh, it does. Mr. Whoa. Pockets is very jumpy. He doesn't like being touched by fucking no. Cody, who's checking him out. Right. Uh, I wrote, he's the most obvious red herring in movie history. Yeah. He gives her a paper rose and says, nothing real's worth shit. And then he storms out of there. Uh, he couldn't be more right. We we cut to the alley, and I said, what the fuck? We don't see Fanny's tits. She was the hottest one yet. I'm pissed off. Yeah. My two dads is watching Pocket hang out with another scumbag who's got a butterfly knife. Yeah. This guy's like, check it out. And he can't use it well, and he cuts himself. Right. And then Pocket picks it up and is like real good with a butterfly knife. And I'm like... Really good. I remember a butterfly knife cutting up Angel's skirt from earlier. Oh, shit. And this creepy guy's talking to her backstage. He's hanging out here all the time. This guy's got to be our serial killer of the movie. It's obvious. I'm putting all the clues together. But this is also the most obvious red herring. Yeah, that too. Two seconds earlier. So just making sure. My two dads goes and tries to uh, police brutality, the one who cut himself. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm alert. And he tries to turn and find Pocket, but he disappeared around the corner. Dun, right. dun, dun. I'm like, uh, whatever, man. I don't care. The- Fake out, though. We cut back. Fanny's taking her tops there off. There it get is. to see her tits. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. You, you, you faked me out there, movie. Uh, definitely the smallest pair of the film, yeah. but I'm a completionist and I'm in love with her, so I liked seeing them. Also, biggest butt of the movie, so it makes up for it. You picked wrong for sure. Uh, definitely no, this girl, beautiful and talented Fanny. No, um, that young thick powerhouse. That's who everybody likes. Uh, with with the jawline, yeah, I, I know. That's I know the one. Too. That's right. That's the one. Uh, after the little strip routine, Cody and Fanny are riding home, or I guess Sunny and Fanny, because mm-hmm. in her stripper persona here, mm-hmm. uh, they're bonding over compliments. Fucking, she's like, "Wow, Fanny, you're a great dancer." And she's like, "Yeah, thank you." And you looked good out there. I guess you're you're terrible. Uh, you're terrible this at, at this. They, they pick specific things so they can pretend like they're being nice to each yeah. other, but there's a lot of unsaid yeah. dissing going on. 
Whereas dudes, we just like to bust balls. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Dudes just busting balls. Hey, nice face, homo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a classic one. You can use that on any dude. Nice face, homo, is right up there with what are you looking at, dick nose. Yeah. Right? It's It's a badge of honor. Cut to cinnamon, limping home, looking battered and just like a potential yeah. victim. She's got a bullseye on her fucking you forehead, think so? this poor woman. Just come out and exploit me. She's Kind of like Colin Farrell in a movie from the it. early aughts. Yeah, that's right. She's Late 90s? Bullseye, she's saying. Bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye. Yeah. So she says that six yeah. or seven times. Uh, so she walks past a porch where just hoodie killers up there with a piano wire noose. Yep. He just slips it around her neck and fucking Hewitt! kills her pretty brutally. Yeah. And the next scene, he's just dragging her across the street to a parked semi-truck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he gets under the truck and attaches her body somehow. To not like, not after. He does that after behind he pulls the front her panties wheels, down. After he pulls her panties down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, this seems pretty risky to be dragging this this dead body through the streets right here. This isn't the most accomplished uh, practice killer I, I, we're dealing with right here. No one seems to care. No one seems to care because uh, the truck just drives away and we just, I guess we just wave bye-bye. Goodbye, yep. Cinnamon's body. You're being drugged under a semi-truck right I think now. that was a uh, stunt woman or a fucking hmm, dummy? Could have just been... I. They didn't say at the end of the credits like yeah. no strippers were harmed in the making yeah. of this movie, so I don't know. Maybe somebody died, and they're just like, all right, let's just get rid of the body. Just put it it looked, that truck over there. It looked pretty lifelike, whatever we'll have, was dragged we'll away have underneath the Teamsters that truck. Take her out of here, and then we won't have to yeah. deal with any of the paperwork. Either way, good-looking good shot here. Mm-hmm. I liked it. We got a tense homecoming right here, because Cody comes back to her, her apartment, and she senses that something's not right. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack just starts stabbing our ears with like horror movie music, so we know tense shit's happening. Yeah. Stuff's going on. She pulls out her piece. She's slowly creeping upstairs. Turns out my two dads are just in her bathroom taking a shit. Yep. Is what's, is what's happening here. Yep. And uh, she's like, oh, I fucking, you got to see my tits. Now I got to see you taking a shit. We're even. Right. This He's is like, what gets me off. Oh, what are you, what's going on here? Fucking, I'm trying to take a shit. Hang on. Let me shut the door, wipe for two seconds, and then reopen it and i'm wearing a duster out of nowhere is what happens here yeah. no hand who fucking takes their their duster into the uh, a residential bathroom with them who's this thing it's weird where's was this thing hanging or did he just do like a little pull-up around his shoulders do you think because he was firing that turd out in his partner's bathroom hard to say it's real hard to say yeah he got it back on pretty quick if he if he had it off while he was Be fast yeah for sure she's like what are you doing here and he's like uh Came by to make sure you got home okay. You dumb bitch. Clearly. But, but I wrote, think maybe old my two dads got a glimpse of something he liked back at the club. Ooh. Now he's sniffing around, Brr. breaking into his partner's Brr. apartment all Brr. weird. Fuck. He got some weird convo here where he's like, oh, I got breast blindness after having to see all those breasts all day. Yeah. And she's like, I thought men liked watching tits flopping around. And then he's like, I don't like seeing your tits flopping around. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, they don't flop. And I Correct. was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First off, what was that weird, I don't like seeing your tits flopping around thing? Is yeah. he just trying to neg her? Or is it fucking, what's going on here? Second off. I don't know which. I don't like this message we're sending here where she's saying they don't flop. 
You, you need to be proud of that flop. Men do flop. like watching tits flopping around. Yeah. I want to go on the record and let everyone know yeah. that. Don't right. be trying to hide your flop. Right. Like, put the flop out there. That's yeah. that's what people are into. You got a little. We're in it for the flop. You got a little pancakes. So what? Let me see. Yeah, want to see that shit flopping around? Let me see. That's for sure. Uh, now that we've got that out of the way, back at the police station, we we got to mm. talk about the plot some more. Yeah. My two dads is listening to some health self hypnotism tapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's meditating up. on shooting people. It's, good. It's pretty weird. Uh, he gives her the rundown of all the rap sheets of everybody at the strip club he pulled. Yeah. Like, oh, all the strippers, everybody they noticed in the audience. Yeah. Like, turns out they've all got sad pasts. We kind of talk about them for a while. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird plot twist. All the strippers have sad pasts. I didn't see that one coming. Hey. Just kind of gives us a quick rundown on everybody's backstory. Yeah. And she's like, there oh, isn't much. you still got to get that information about fucking Angel's dead body or whatever, or Cinnamons or whatever. And he's yeah. like, don't worry, I'm going to bribe the coroner. Yeah. And he holds up like a leather daddy magazine with a dude blowing another dude on the cover. Is that what he said? Yeah. Man. I'm like, you got to bribe the coroner with fucking gay okay. porno? That's pretty weird. I was just like, what's he doing with I was that expecting magazine? like a funny scene coming up with an offensively gay coroner, but no, no, it's just a weird aside out of nowhere. We never meet the coroner. Well. Guess it's time to cut to another strip routine, I would imagine. I mean. What happened here? Pacing dictates. It's a big spider web set up on the stage now. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Very artsy. It's all blacklight poster stuff going on. Shit's glowing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the stripper girl's getting grabbed by a bunch of, like, extras who mm. are, like, in the back wearing all black, like, in a play. And they're, like, grabbing yeah. her with their just blacked out it's hands. very artistic. Uh, this is Brandy, by the way. This one's Brandy! Talking. She gets covered in a bunch of silk, but... We don't really see any more of the routine. This is, we don't even see her titties in this no. thing. It's just like six seconds of, they it's built this whole weird. big spider web for no reason. S- seemed weird to me. Because after this, we're cutting right into the racist Asian strip routine. So mm. why not just cut right from the fucking uh, police station into the racist Asian strip routine is, yeah. is what I would say to do. Here's Roxanne. I guess at 88 minutes, you got to pad this thing out some way, whatever. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, full-on geisha outfit and pan flute music Mm. going on here. Some, like, kanji neon uh, hung up in the background. This is... If you want to put together a racist Asian strip routine, they've they've taken care of all of it. Nice. Yeah, went went down the checklist there. Is this this California? Uh, Yeah, yeah, because they're at the Randy's Donuts there, so we're out in in Los Angeles. You got Uh, got to play up the uh, uh Asian-American heritage. Uh, Roxanne stops mid-strip to scream at Pockets for killing her girlfriend, Angel. She's like, you killed him, I know it! Yeah. He's like, "Uh, no, I'm a fucking hard R R word. I don't know what you're talking about. Here's one of my stupid little flowers or whatever. Uh, I was like, you got to leave this guy alone. This guy guy doesn't know how to kill anybody. He couldn't even figure out how to uh how to maim anyone slightly i wouldn't yeah. imagine he, he's not carrying around piano wire nooses no. and cans of gasoline he's just carrying around a hard on for you beautiful ladies. that's right they don't leave him alone though because the next scene he's getting jumped by three strippers out in the alleyway when he's just trying to leave yeah and, uh, luckily cody slash summer yeah, detective sunny Sonny. Sonny comes and breaks it up and she's like oh what are you doing fucking crazy strippers mm-hmm. can't just go jumping guys and they're like Obviously, he's the one that killed Angel. Obviously, he did it because of Roxanne. A uh, duh. And she's like, "Wait, because of Roxanne? What? what? Who? Which? Who is what? who now? I I still haven't learned what? all your names. 
Angel's the dead one. Roxanne's the Asian one point. that was making out with her earlier. Yeah, so so she's like, oh, they're lesbos, and he's jealous because Roxanne gets to finger blast Angel, and he wants to do it. Okay, now we've got a case that I can take to the DA. Nice. Fucking thank you, strippers. Work done. This is where we go back to Randy's Donuts. Uh-huh. And, That's uh, right. Heinemann's like, hey, I'm still wacky. And she's mm-hmm. like, look, mm-hmm. there's this guy named Pockets. He, he might have stabbed people, but mm-hmm. maybe not. That's right. I'm cu- I'm curious about this Roxanne girl. She, Roxanne's he, a suspect. And Heinemann. Put he, it on the table. Heinemann's already like, it's this Pocket guy. Yeah, they've, they've come to an impasse here. One thinks it's Roxanne. One thinks it's Pockets. But yeah. what they can both agree on is that they're going to keep doing this weird fake butterfly knife routine yeah. where he's like sticks that one of those collapsible butterfly knives and he's like oh oh gotcha you. again it's all in the eyes it's Switch all in the eyes no, fake psycho. not the hand the eyes yeah. i'm like what are you talking about what are we doing here what what are we trying to accomplish here he's making her good it's just at- a weird thing that we keep going back to bro Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shit that Seagal does daily so that he can be in a good slap knife fight okay. with Tommy Lee Jones. Just trying to trying to train her up so yeah. she can slap knife Steven Seagal, maybe. Just a cook. Here. Just, just a stripper. He's not giving her any tips other than I'm just it's all in the eyes. Yeah, that's the tip to get. <sighs> she got apparently some dancing tips oh. because the next scene... Cody's stripping again, and she oh, does a, be- a much better job yeah. than she did on Amateur Night. She's in some lacy white lingerie this time, some fancy Fredericks of Hollywood lingerie. Mm-hmm. She's on a zebra-printed fainting couch, and she's she's much more professional. She looks much less fucking uh, nervous, yeah. although it, it's... Pro as hell. She's learned, if I'm, I'm not much of a dancer, so I'm going to do one of these like laying down in a chair. Yeah. As long as I get my titties out, yeah. fucking, that's all anybody's going to remember. That's all they're going to care about. It's a lot of weird her standing there and staring that's off. Right. I, I didn't follow. But I wrote, Rack is very solid. She's got a little bit of that torpedo tit action going on, which is always something I'm into. Okay. There's a little bit of the downward slope and then back up. Yep. Ski slope jumps. It's, yep. it's slight because they're not huge, but you know... It's enough to get my motor running, I'll tell you that much. There you have it. She gets yelled at, though, when she's trying to take, like, a buck out of a guy's mouth. This mm. is when Mr. Rover gets on the PA, and he's That's like, Hey, get the fuck away from him. I told you you can't fucking get within five feet of anybody when your tits are out. It's the one Cinnamon and uh, somebody were joking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I think Ran- Brandy. Yeah, he's like, he's got a 20. I'll snatch it. I'll yeah. find a way to yep. snatch it. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, Thick Girl comes back, your favorite. Yeah! She's up on the pole while some, like, slow guitar noodling is happening over the soundtrack. She's, uh, got some puffy nip action popping out of the top of her bra, which she is very sure nice. do. But once again, just a little brief interlude, because we gotta get back to the plot here. Yeah. Which is, uh... Fanny's back from a tour of the Philippines in Guam here, is what Derek tells us. That's what it yeah, is. so, uh... Um, there, so she's doing a dance, so we're not back to the plot. But this is when Cody is trying to get Roxanne to hang out with her after work and like talk Sunny. about things. She uses the name Sunny. Yeah, Sunny, Sunny, and Roxanne. But like, they're all like, "Quit being a weirdo." It seems like you're a cop or something. Why do you like yeah. want to corner us and question us so much? Yeah. I, I don't like it. And I'm like, even though you came into our dressing room and told us that you were a cop, why are we? Why is the camera pointed here when Fanny's stripping in the background and she's oh. the best stripper in this place? Oh, is what I'm asking. That's myself. your problem, huh? Yeah, that's fair. 
the other girls are like, hey, are you some kind of lesbo that's got a heart that's on right. for Roxanne? They're, they're all like, that'd be cool. Yeah. We'd be into talking about that for sure. Roxanne's all like, hey, leave me the fuck alone. Oh, wait. You want to bang? Yeah, unless like you're into some some lesbo shit. Yeah. 100%. That's cool. And she's like, let's hang out sometime. Speaking of Roxanne. Uh-huh. Well, this is all going down. My two dads is breaking into her house. That son of a bitch. Uh, I wrote, is he going to run into creepy sculptor brother who they clearly want us to forget about? <laughs> they introduced in that one scene very, bum, very bum, early in the movie. Bum. He goes and finds what he thinks are some human remains, but turns out they're just some more creepy sculpture shit. Some yeah. Creepy sculptor brother. And uh, before he can figure anything out, Canadian Tuxedo shows up with a shotgun. He's like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing in here, man? I'm going to shotgun you into oblivion. Yeah. This is where my girlfriend Roxanne lives. By the way, I'm a cop. I'm fucking cool. You're yeah. a retired cop, too. Let's sit down and talk about the specifics of what guns we like to carry for a while in a scene that I'm sure is really going to get Tom Rock's motor running. Hell yeah, Maybe brother. also Ivo Cobras, if he happened to see this Fingers movie right here. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, Roxanne came home in the middle of uh, the break-in Roxanne. from Heinemann. And she was the one that was like, hey, neighbor, Canadian Joe, you got to... You gotta go break this shit up. Yeah. 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 Shit's getting out of hand. Uh, next morning, we're at, like, fucking, I think, fucking Cody slash Sonny's kitchen table. Oh, uh, real quick. Uh, our friend, the neighbor, mm-hmm. a- after he's done talking about the, the guns and shit. Sure. He, uh, what, what is he, what does he hit old fucking Heineman with? Uh, oh, he tells, tells him, uh, uh, the neighbor's come over to watch Bruce Lee movies because he's got a, a stereo TV. Hell yeah. It's pretty popular with the kids. <laughs> it's a plot point for later on. Pick up that plot thread later on. Here we are. Uh, morning at the breakfast nook, they're just like, oh, fuck, like, we're not doing too good at this case. My two dads at this point just starts needling Cody about getting naked all the time. Yeah. Like, what a dumb slut she is. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's like... The one who forced her into doing it, which is kind of some bullshit, but whatever, man. He's a fucking dude. He can pull that shit. That's fine. She's frustrated at fucking all the misogyny going on, but there's not much you can do about it. You're the one who chose to be a cop. Plus, it's 1987. Give me me a fucking break. You don't got any rights. Unfortunately, though, the chief calls and is like, "Uh, I heard you got one of our officers going undercover and showing her tits in public. That's not allowed. That can't happen anymore at all. He was just pissed that they didn't call him. Yes, I'm sure. But she finds out, like, this wasn't an order from the higher-ups like you told me. This was just your idea manipulating me into doing it so you could see my tits. I mean, that's weird. That's crazy. She's fucking super mad about it, but in that cute, like... I enjoy being sexually exploited way right. that women would get mad about things back in 1980 movies. Like, yeah. oh, you, like, y- you know yeah. they're going to bang later in the movie at this point. It's, she's she's on board fully. Heinemann's like, oh, by the way, uh, found out that Angel's body was raped mm. and uh, wow. there's an APB out on Pocket. Ugh. That doesn't sound good for Pocket. Oh. It doesn't sound good for us either because it sounds like we're not going to get any more uh, protagonist titties in this movie at this point. This is what I wrote. Very sad. Next scene. 
Next scene, she's given her two weeks. Sunny quits. Not even her two weeks. She's Brandy's trying to leave to go to the gyno, which is bad enough for Mr. Roper. Yeah. He's like, who's filling out this fucking dance schedule? Then Sunny shows up. And she's like, like, I got discharged. I'm quitting fucking no notice right now. And he's like, what the fuck, bro? When I hired you, you said you weren't going to fuck me like this. Now you're coming in here and you're fucking me like this. This is some fucking bullshit. Coward is bullshit. And she's like, ugh. I did all say right. all that. You're right. I'll strip one more time so yeah. you can find a replacement or whatever. And I wrote, looks like we're going to get one more scene of protagonist titties. Hell yeah. I wrote down, won't she be fired? Uh, <laughs> nobody's going to fire a woman for getting her tits out. Oh, it's just okay. expected. Okay. Give me a break. Um, she confides to one of the other strippers. Oh, yeah, that's right. She really likes maybe, the power Maybe of she's starting stripping. to like this stripping. Feels like something's it's cutting loose. She the says, power. "Wow, yeah, wow." Is, yeah. is she is she in too deep, Matt? Is that what's happening here? Oh, we saw the movie Deep Cover. We know how this shit goes. I've seen enough of these cop movies. It gets mixed up and messed up. So we get her one final farewell performance here. Mm-hmm. She's in some sort of abstract bedroom set, which I guess Derek is building all these sets that they're fucking using for these very artsy. Derek, DJ routines. gotta be yeah, Derek. Gotta yeah. be him. It's like she's home in a bedroom but it's yeah. kind of like our towny. it's it's just like half walls and stuff it's yeah. not full-on set she's like oh i'm in my office clothes and so tired at the end of the day it's like our now town i'm gonna start taking things off by tennessee williams she starts doing twirls and shit mm-hmm. she's doing real dance and i wrote this girl's getting the hang of it man oh. she's quitting right when she's getting the hang of it oh she's Real White lingerie and... seems to be her gimmick because that's yeah. what she's got under these work clothes again. White wedding. Then I wrote, my two wow. dads still in the audience for some reason, even yeah. though this op's supposed to be over and like fucking she's not even supposed to be there tonight. Uh, turns out I know what he's doing. Fucking following around his partner because he's hooked on those partner yeah. titties right now is, yeah. is what's going down. He doesn't look too happy about what he's seeing. No, she's got some pretty serious Farrah Fawcett hair, which looks nice. Mm-hmm. She's just this. This is this is her peak right here. This is probably the best she's ever been doing in her life right now. She's doing very well for herself. Mm-hmm. Yes, cuts away before the titties come out though. So that's mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. some bullshit. Because instead of seeing them, we get a shot of my two dads' face looking conflicted as as he sees them. Yeah. Oh. Next thing we got a lover's quarrel. They're behind the fucking building and he's screaming at her like, what are you getting your tits out in public for, man? I ought to hit you. It was a funny joke before, but now I like you, so now you're not allowed to do it anymore. I might as well hit you. Yeah, it's implied. Very close to to hitting her at this point. Uh, Just fucking some... Some just dumb guy bullshit right here where yeah. suddenly suddenly he's caught feelings, so now nobody gets to see these titties anymore. I don't, I don't understand how that works. Draws suspicion from one of the other strippers, by the way, so yeah. they're blowing their whole fucking cover here. He's like, it's cool, I'm her husband. Got to Step like a off. Jealous schoolboy. Everybody knows she doesn't have a husband. Give me a break. Uh, he's like, oh, by the way, we, they found cinnamon. We learned she got drug a hundred miles before somebody found her under that truck, which is it's pretty fucked pretty, up. Pretty brutal, right there. Yeah. yeah. My two dad is like, uh, "Listen, Pocket is the killer because uh, he can't be touched by girls. We've seen him be freaked out when live girls touch him. So obviously, he needs to rape dead girls. So he's killing them and then raping them. It's his whole thing. Wake up, hello." Cody slash Sonny, are you a stripper now or are you still a detective? Let's solve this fucking case. Heineman takes Sonny home while he's explaining all this. Mm-hmm. 
Sunny just has a breakdown here, and she's all like, I'm just a dizzy dame. Yeah. I, ca- I can't be a real person and figure out what's going on in this murder. I'm just a woman, and right. I like to uh-huh. be objectified. Like, I don't understand. He starts slut-shaming her. Yeah. So then she gives him one of those classic movie slaps. Yeah. But then she's all just crying and bubbling. And he's, and he's, he's all like, like I can't deal with all this emotional yeah. stuff. He's like, but I know how to take care of that. Uh-huh. I'll fuck you. That's right. He just starts starts making out with her, and they're... Laser down in the garage. I think it's in the foyer of her little, like, sort of industrial uh, apartment. She got to go up those steps to get to, like, the residential place. And it's sort of just like an unfinished, like, yeah, like garage or something downstairs. There was, like, a mat with some some free weights. Either way, it's funny. After him screaming and crying all night, he uh, says that he can't handle all this emotional stuff yeah you're fucking big man baby yeah dads yeah and then she's like i thought you didn't want to see me naked and i'm like oh their partner chemistry oh there it is pal next morning they both have excellent bedhead she looks like the little hillbilly niece from christmas vacation and he looks like white rufio Mm. like you could tell they were just getting at it yeah just for realsies getting it done but uh he's like all right now that we've banged I'm sort of mad that other people have seen her naked. Right. Like, everybody at the police force has seen my new girlfriend yeah. naked. So he starts, like, berating her and calling her a slut again. Yeah, he, got, he hits her with one of these, like, hey, you weren't really good at fucking last night. Right. yeah. She's like, you're not very good at being a detective, because I think Pocket is the most obvious red herring yeah. in movie history. Clearly, he's not the killer, and you're obsessed with thinking he's the killer, you fucking dumb idiot. He, he's all like, well, you can only get off if 50 men are staring at you naked, you whore. She's like, listen, Roxanne's the murderer. I'm going back to the strip club. He's like, yeah, the boss has said you're not allowed yeah. to go back there. I don't yeah. want any more men to see your boobies. He's like, you're a whore. Mm-hmm. So... He's got to figure out, he's got to solve this case before anybody else sees those nips. Because yeah. now he's just full on, just attached to these things. Just I, full on grasping, just not very non-Buddhist about these boobies getting pulled out. Heinemann's got no choice but to get back in that Suzuki uh-huh. tracker. That's right. Hit the road. Do the classic police work move yeah. that we see in a lot of these films, which is driving bow, around bow, town in circles bow, until bow, you see the bow, bad guy. Bow, bow, <laughs> this is playing bow, right here. Bow. Shaking people down, fucking uh, being like, are you the bad guy? Do you know where the bad guy is? Where's the bad right. guy? I'm looking for him. Meanwhile, Cody goes and talks to Big Cheryl down at the police station. Yeah. She finds out Canadian Tuxedo, who was the brother Eric's alibi. Yeah. He said they were watching kung fu movies together. This guy got thrown off the police force for bribing underage girls to have sex with him. Turns out oh, he's a real cool. fucking pedo pervert oh. and not a very reliable alibi whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, watch that. Uh, I watched. Dun dun dun. The, I watched that movie Thirteen the other night. Yeah, that's a sexy movie right there. Yeah. With, about the uh, underage girls. Yeah. Most specifically, when those thirteen-year-old girls threw themselves at the neighbor guy Ugh. to get like booze and pot off of them. And he like went halfway through, and then was like, "You girls are whores." Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's a un- uncomfortable watch or uh, a good one. I felt fine. Okay, okay, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Do a double feature with that in the crush or something. That'd be good for you. Mm, that'd be very nice. 
Um, so yeah, it turns out the police work that isn't just driving around in circles looking for the bad guy works in this situation, oh, which quick, not quick generally how these movies work out. Quick shout out. That's, uh, uh-huh. Ra- Rachel something. Who, what's in that 13 movie? The, uh, I just remember the cover and Rachel, whatever. Either way, her, her boo, her old boo, uh, Marilyn Manson. It's his birthday. Oh, today. big shout was, out to him. It was Evan Rachel. Yeah. Evan Rachel Wood. I remember okay, when she yeah, was yeah. underage and dating Marilyn Manson or whatever. Well, she's underage in that. Around the time she was celebrated all in together. that Woody Allen movie yeah. playing one of his mini characters yeah. who is an underage girl like a fucking older man it's if only there were signs i don't really believe that there's a pedo ring in uh hollywood it just doesn't so. add up yeah, it just, no. uh, just I'm not doesn't, doesn't it. seem to add up to me no, i don't know i'm not it's seeing weird, it weird rumors mm. just sorry Corey feldman don't at me yeah uh Loser. meanwhile my two dads just finds pockets in the park so that works and he starts yep police brutality and him all around the place yeah. even though he's just an origami enthusiast and somewhere on the autism spectrum uh, oh he's on there quite all right he finds the dude's psychiatrist uh, by finding like his business card in his pocket so he's like all right come over this payphone yeah. i'm gonna call your psychiatrist don't forget like, he also finds out that uh the guy's got a pussy for a hand. Yeah, that's right. He's got a big old mangled uh, hand right there. So he calls the psychiatrist and he's like, I found one of your fucking patients. He's a killer. He's raping and killing. Uh, he's a pervert. Oh, he's a, he's what? He, he's, he's not he's, a pervert. Oh, no, oh. Oop, so, uh, oh, 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 he's hard e- R word. Ooh. And then old pocket is like, yeah, bro. I took two. One in the hand, and then we're like, oh, oh. And one in the dick? Mm. Old Pockets is a eunuch, as it turns out. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. Okay, he got his yeah. dick shot off, Matt. Oh, he right. says, only look, no touch. Is that what he says? He, he, can't, yeah. be, he can't be raping these women. He's no. so yeah. fucking my two dads said, like, uh, sorry I was police brutalitying you and stuff. Right. Uh, you need, like, a ride home or whatever, I guess. Like, he says... Right home, he just likes to watch the beauty and the dream. Which, you can't argue with that, man. No. There's, there's no, nothing wrong with living your life that way. It's good. It's good. You're watching the beauty and the dream, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next scene, fucking Cody shows up at the old Roxanne house to question her creepy brother, the sculptor. And we got some Freddy Krueger oh, music yeah. starting up here, so... We know that it's going to be spooky. She's sneaking around. She's like, hey, I'm supposed to have dinner with your sister, Roxanne. Mm-hmm. And Eric, the brother's like, oh, she gave up on you showing up. I'll go yeah. find Let her. Let me just step out of Let the room disappear for a suspiciously long amount of time. find her. So, let me let me just slip out of this room. Slip into something the more way maybe. that Robin Williams would slip out of a room, <laughs> or maybe in a, a movie Jack Tripper type. Where's, if he was Jack, you're in what? Some sort of scheme to trick Mister Furley. Oh no! Uh, she's like, all right, he's gone. Let me go creep around in this closet. What do I find? Oh, this uh, closet with a padlock on the door now. Ca- Canadian tuxedo's dead body wrapped up oh, in a tarp. Oh, shit. Turns out I was right. The killer's here all along. That guy loved Bruce Lee movies. Uh, Him and Sergeant Savage Turns out Roxanne's from Black here with the knife, and she's fucking attacking me. God We're having an Under Siege-style knife fight right here. Oh, it's less exciting no. by far than the Under Siege knife fight, except that 
Roxanne's oh. got her tranny titties out. Yeah. Oh, wait. Spoiler alert. Hey. Her normal titties out. Regular woman titties. Cody tackles her on the ground yeah. and stabs her in the titty with the knife. And Why? Because like, she was trained to watch the eyes. Oh, she's always got to watch the eyes and never the titties. That's what she's been trained at this point. Yeah. So she avoids getting, well, she gets slashed pretty bad, but I guess at least not stabbed between her ribs. But yeah. huh, fucking my two dads shows up and he's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, you tackled Roxanne and stabbed her in the titty and killed her, stabbed her right through the titty and into the heart. Yeah. That's good news because turns out Pocket's not the killer, so I figured maybe you were right. Oh, my God, what's going on? He also makes a joke about... Roxanne's still alive! But Heineman also makes a joke here about the dead Canadian tuxedo dude's shotgun. Yeah, that's right. He show you his shotgun. Yeah, like, <laughs> guy just fucking died, bro. Have some respect for that dead yeah, pedo. Yeah, but he gets shot yeah. for making a joke. Turns out Roxanne pops up. She's got a fucking uh, a heater on her. Blah, blah. She blows away my two dads. Hits him with like four slugs in the chest. Yeah. And then is like, oh, check it out. Your knife that you stabbed me in the heart through my titty? Yeah, I'm going to rip my titty apart. Oh, that's just a weird rubber titty. What? This ain't a real titty. What's going on? Oh, we've got a real color and night situation going on here. Eric is Roxanne. Roxanne yeah. is Eric. Isn't that the crying my, game? My sister, my mother, Finkel yeah. and Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Eric was dressed up as his sister. He was doing the murders as a weird cross-dresser who's got strangely access to Hollywood special effects label body prosthetics that give him very nice-looking titties, as it turns out. And this is when I start wondering, when exactly in our timeline did this murder take place? Was that before the Roxanne strip club scene when she was dumping that champagne on her titties? Was was this Eric in prosthetic rubber titties and that entire audience was fooled by those titties getting champagne poured all over them? Or was she still alive at that point and he killed her after that and then started dressing like her it's from from my learning my head is spinning right now matt it will get back into it but yeah yeah just yeah just yeah indeed forrest Uh, whitaker tried to warn us all that she was really a he absolutely uh Cody's like, fuck this, I'm out of here, runs away, mm-hmm. like, and he's just chasing her and shooting after her and just pouring gas everywhere. He's just right. got a gun with seemingly an endless supply of bullets and a can of gas with seemingly an endless supply of gas, yep. Yep. and the rest of this movie just pops off insane. <laughs> yeah, it's all just fire and running. Big foot chase, Cody's running away from the brother, cut Back and forth with the scene of a mysterious masked stripper. Yeah, like in a noose. In like a noose around the neck, but like a black hooded figure. very hooded mask. It's like, who is this under the hood and yeah. the mask? Back to Cody running away. Uh, he pours some gas down some, the steps she's running down and lights Looks them on really fire. Cool. But then like it doesn't work because he just runs down and then she trips him and... Yeah. They getting a little bit of a fist fight going on. We're fighting back and forth. Uh, she trips him, and then she like checks him at the bottom of the stairs yeah, to be does. like, "Now nah, I've got the drop on you." Uh-huh. And he rolls over and points the gun in her face and just yells, "Run!" <laughs> to which she does. Yeah, out it's into pretty the, funny. The, 
the, the, the park, deeper into the park, yeah. where she meets the people under the stairs yeah. who are freshly escaped from the end of that movie and just yeah. wander in town. They're eating rats. rats. They still got their flashlights, so that's right. good. They're not out of berries. And they're like, eh, we're the people under the stairs. And she's Roach like, in the boys. This is a weird thing to randomly throw in the movie this late into it. Uh, I guess I'll just keep running. Yep. And she uh, does. Meanwhile, the masked stripper of death is getting neuter and neuter. Mm. Now the titties are out. I oh, wrote, yeah. Great titties, but maybe look kind of familiar? <gasps> Question mark? Uh, Cody gets trapped under a pedestrian bridge she's trying to run under when a just wall of fire right. uh, starts at the end of it. And she's like, can't run through that wall of fire. I guess better turn around. Yeah. At this point, we cut back to the death stripper, who's now at the point where the death stripper is taking off of the mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Oh my god, it's... Oh yeah, the kind of ugly one with the big tits who had the snake earlier. Yeah, it's Xena, just again. What? I thought it was going to be like some sort of artsy thing where nope. it was like Cody under the mask and we were watching her like confront death spiritually nope. or something during a strip routine, but it's just... No, it's just a chick. No, there's just another strip routine going on yeah. back at the strip club that yeah. Zenu was doing. Didn't, this, this is her thing now. Yeah, dude, just didn't want you to forget. It was weird that we kept intercutting this with the main act. It was kind of like the end of a Star Wars movie where they just yeah. we had action in multiple places and we had to keep cutting back and forth for the third act. Everybody's got to have a story. Yeah, I guess so, yeah, so... After avoiding several magical walls of fire that appear out of nowhere, like it's a fucking video game, and she's in a platformer, uh, she runs into the strip club. She's like, oh, the strip club, let me run in there. And then she's like, "Uh, everybody get down. There's a maniac with the gun right behind me. Yep. To which, maybe don't run in there and put everybody in danger of the maniac killing them all then. Well, the flame walls kind of forced her in. Because guess he also lights the fence on fire outside, yeah, I, and she's I, like, I, I have to go in. I guess he's kind of hurting her, maybe yeah. toward the strip With club. With flame. The big finale. Either way, Mr. Roper almost gets blasted in the face here, because he runs in shooting. Yeah. Derek the DJ does take one in the fucking shoulder he does. right here. Also, one of the dumb blondes comes out of the locker yeah. room after hearing a bunch of gunfire and is like, what's going on out here? She gets fucking blown I away. I couldn't tell if it was my f- my fave, the young one, or just one of the others. I think it was another. Yeah, I think it was another. It yeah. definitely wasn't thick girl with the gap teeth. Yeah, she I didn't was, think so. She's got another line or two around yeah. here. Um, so uh, at one point, the brother uses the stripper pole to s- jump and spin around and drop kick Cody, which is a pretty fucking cool move. Yeah, 619s are... Yeah, do this late in the fucking movie right here. But... Uh, Eventually, Cody gets the drop on him, like straddles him. Yeah. She, she bites him and pours gasoline all over him. And I just wrote, there's still gasoline in that gas can. Yeah. We've seen like 16, like literal fucking like 20 foot long walls of flame. I love there. the I love the visceral reaction people have when they get the gas poured on them. Oh, yeah. It's never good to get gas poured all over you right here. You just need Jim Ross just being like, I smell the fumes from the can. Eric, the brother, uh, just very wistfully tells her. I could have been her forever. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, man. Well, what I don't know creep. what that means. Either way, they scuffle again more after that. He gets the upper hand again, manages to chase all the other strippers out into the alley. At this point, he's fired like 36 rounds, and he's just still firing, Roughly. firing out of this pistol. But uh, who? just before he's able to blow away all these strippers... Cody throws the fake collapsible fucking uh, switchblade at him, which bounces off his yeah. rubber titty. So then he turns and fires the gun at her. She, which, she hits him with the, I'm right here. Yeah, Come right. on. 
It, it works because he tries to shoot her, but then the fucking spark from the gun fucking Knew it. It lights him I on knew fire. It would happen. He lights himself on fire. He's been covered in gasoline. Idiot. He dies running around screaming while on fire. We watch this whoever this stuntman is seemingly just get burnt to Earn a crisp. paycheck. Very not since Maniac Cop Two have I seen a fire stunt that looked as uh, unregulated reckless. and reckless as this yeah. one did. Yeah. Right, fucking here. Uh, Somebody's family got yeah. paid. That's right. Might her at least like give him free like t-shirts yeah. or something. I don't know. My two dads runs up out of uh, nowhere and uh, uh, manages to throw a blanket over uh, Cody right before she goes up again. And it's just like saved you again from being lit on fire. That's twice now. Oh, by the way, look, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Like, uh, that's how I'm not dead. In case you yeah. were wondering. And she's all like, I can't feel my thigh. And he's like. Uh, or I can't feel my yeah. foot. Like, and he's like, that's because you're lucky. You got shot in the fat of the thigh. And she goes, my thigh's, my not, thigh's fat. not fat. There you go. And then boom, immediate cut to credits. That's the end of the fucking movie. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boom Woo. credits. Women were so worried about having fat butts and thighs back in the day. I don't know yeah. what was going on when we thought that was a bad shameful. thing back shameful. in the fucking eighties. It was weird. Just shameful. Either way, yeah, where the movie's over, I wrote, I wonder whatever happened to Roxanne's body. Who's to say? I'll be somewhere. She died at some point, we learn. It's gotta be somewhere. Got gotta be somewhere. If there's anything I anything I know. Okay, we've went pretty long talking about a very short, very simple movie. I think we're talking about a lot, a lot of other things. A lot of titties to okay. discuss. So, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Take a brief break here, and when we come back, Strip to Kill is going to enter Judgment Day. Coming to DVD September 2007. Friedkin. We've been finding parts of bodies floating in the river. Comes a psychological thriller. Why don't we take a walk? Starring Academy Award winner Al Pacino. How'd you like to disappear? Go undercover. Disappear? The victim was at about 10 pieces. He's a bad dude. He's a scumbag. You made me do that. Things happening to me, you know? A controversial and landmark film. Why don't you want me anymore? What I'm doing is affecting me. About a New York subculture being terrorized by one of its own. This is stuff going down. You know what you have to do. Now I'm afraid. you experience it as it's never been shown before. Go. The Hollywood Vice Squad. The real story. Radar. Now 
playing at a theater near you. Welcome back to Baby Orton Blue. This is nice. And, and why is this song going through your head all fucking night right now? No idea, man. It's, it's, it is a good just driving around being wistful. Like nine times out of ten, this song's going on in my head. That's, that's not a bad way to live, I think. It's not a great way either. I, I don't know. It's been... Picturing some some moody cinematography. The streets are a little bit damp. You're getting some of that uh, play of the, the nightlife. They are. Mm-hmm. I just spend my days hearing this in my head, thinking about which Poison Ivy movies. Which yeah, Poison Ivy two, Lily with Melissa Milano. It's, oh, Poison Ivy, The Last Seduction. The Last Seduction is three with Jamie Priestley. Oh God. And then. Poison she Ivy. She wasn't a real celebrity. Poison Ivy 4. There's the Hidden four? Society from 2008. There's a whole society of Poison Ivies? I think so. I, I think I think that's how that works. That sounds, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to watch the whole quadrilogy uh, if I maybe stay up all night. Yeah, you owe it to as yourself. Well. Last night I stayed up literally all night until 7 a.m. just watching the Bar Rescue channel on Pluto TV and reading old Chuck Dixon Nightwing comics. Can I... Can I tell you how jealous I am yeah. of that? Probably sucked. You're probably up at like six in the morning going to work or whatever. <sighs> Just not doing good. What a weird Wish life. Wish I was you doing have. that though. What a weird life you have. <sighs> My life's totally normal. I really like that Chuck Dixon run tonight. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I hadn't read it since the nineties. It uh it's holding my attention so far. He did a nice uh weird winter like snow graphic novel thing where like yeah, snow just about piercer, the weather, but just about not. the weather. That was a good one. I'll look it I'll up. Figure it out. I'll look it up. I'll figure it out. Matt, Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what you, the people out there, had to say about the film that we watched. I find a couple of one ninja star reviews, a couple of five ninja star reviews. We read them, we digest them, yeah. and we decide where we sit on the spectrum. And we also find out how many of y'all are just straight. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I I tried to go for an interesting. Uh, we we were getting some female perspectives, which oh, I thought was interesting last okay. week. So I was like, maybe we'll do yeah. a week here where we do all female reviews of this movie. And I'd like those on, but I bet you couldn't find those. Huh? I couldn't find uh, yeah. any females who yeah. really watched this movie and hmm. didn't like it. So hmm. I've got two men who dislike this movie and two females who like it. Is is what we're going to read here. <laughs> I like this. Maybe an interesting switch like of this. expectations, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you went into this expecting this to be just like a gross movie for men, and uh, maybe we're going to convince you that it's not. Here's two guys pretending to be feminists in an attempt to try you to get it. pussy. You got it. Yeah. First, uh, these are all on Letterboxd, too. The IMDb reviews are just useless. Useless. Yeah. First one is a one ninja star review from a Letterboxd user named Orochi, which sounds like somebody who's into anime or something, I would assume. (laughs) Let's get get that out of the way right now. Orochi says, Total garbage slasher-style movie bereft of killings, intrigue, suspense, and even the most rudimentary directorial skills. Filled to the brim with conversations so badly written and edited that characters don't even appear to be talking about the same subject. 
That's kind of true. I was going to say, he hasn't really said anything wrong yet. Set in a seedy strip bar, the film constantly feeds us full dance routines, which are lazy, overlong, and desperately unsexy. <laughs> fucking maybe the most artsy strip routines I've ever seen in my life. Yes. K. Lenz's supposed badass is partnered with Greg Evigan, whose street tough cop is so unlikable that he beats up disabled people on a hunch. <laughs> well, it's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Builds to a conclusion that would make for an interesting surprise if it wasn't followed by a then crushingly dull foot chase and an unsatisfying climax. The guy does a jump kick around a stripper pole. Did he what not see want? all the fire? A real fucking disaster. One ninja star from Letterbox user Orochi. <laughs> First of all, Miss Cat. Sh- oh, I'll get back to that. I'll get back, I'll get back to that. I'll, I'll save my comments. Well, I got a couple. Go of, I, got, turns out go I got three of these from men. I got a couple real quick ones here. Yeah. The first one is from Letterbox user Brett Smith, one in star review, who says, an erotic thriller, and then in parentheses, it's actually neither erotic nor thrilling. An erotic okay. thriller from the 80s, rife with homophobia and misogyny? Impossible. And it, he doesn't do, like, the slash S to let you know that he's being sarcastic, but yeah. I think he's being sarcastic there. Uh-huh. Brett Smith from Letterboxd thinks that this is a homophobic and misogynist movie. Uh-huh. Doesn't like it because of it. Well, apparently it wasn't alive in 1987. Weird, I don't know. Shows a pretty loving mm-hmm. uh, lesbian relationship at yeah. one point for a homophobic yeah. movie. Is that hating gay? Me. Yeah, I don't know. Is that queer, bro? bro? Another quick bro? one here huh? before we move on to the ladies. Uh, one Ninja Star review from Letterboxd user, Paul Carstairs. Paul Carstairs. That's a pretty cool name. Who, uh, I don't know. I kind of got to agree with half of what he says, but not the other half. I'll listen. Too much gratuitous female nudity well, and not enough Greg Eve again. <laughs> hey, how about it, huh? So, he's, a, he's a hunk. Yeah, he, he is a hunk. Not that I can agree with that, but too much gratuitous female nudity. Oh, no, that's, that's straight. <laughs> Nobody even gets bottomless. Yeah. What are you talking right. about, you fucking weirdo? This movie really suggested it might show pussy at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't want to spoil earlier. Don't want to get into my final thoughts, but oh, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. disappointed okay. by that. Yeah, okay. uh, let's turn it over to the ladies, because really they should uh, have equal say-so, I think, when it comes to the action movies we talk about on this action movie podcast. Mm-hmm. His first Five Ninja Star review is from a Letterboxd user named Ariel Shudson. Ariel get- Shudson says, this film is... More like Ariel Nudes Send. Excellent. Oh, wow. She says. It's, it looks like the way Bill and Ted would say it, the way she's written it out here in all caps and nice. drawn up. Did she do an air guitar? Uh, I'm picturing maybe like a one-handed one because okay. she was typing with the other hand. Or maybe she's got one hand like pocket. The women. Okay. The music. The story. Uh-huh. The fact that it favors women's narratives and POVs. It's true. And centers women's perspectives of power and agency and allows them to be the smart ones. Huh? Huh? You mm-hmm. fucking misogyny fucking SJWs? Yeah. And she goes on, it even has a love story, which I liked because I'm a sucker and the love interest was hot and wore a bitchin' sword earring. Yeah. Can't argue with that. 
I wish the strip club in the movie really existed. I would live there. <laughs> Five Ninja Stars from Letterbox user Ariel Shoots it. Like to party with her. With. Definitely. Fucking invite her over to a podcast. There we are. Get her on the airwaves. Uh, one more here. Another just in-depth, really insightful review. This okay. one, a one or five Ninja Star review from a Letterbox user just named Ashley. Just Ashley. Trashly. Hear what Ashley has to say. Uh, <clears throat> Holy shit. This is a movie. Okay. If you're expecting a masterpiece, you'll be sorely disappointed. Mm-hmm. But this is a must-watch for those into sleaze. Mm. K-Lens was phenomenal as always. I hated Handheim for a while there. That was such an intense last 20 minutes of any film I've ever watched. Wow. Other than another stakeout since yes. I made my letterbox to count. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was rather incestuous undertones that I picked up on within there the first were. few minutes, which has all to do with the plot twist that reveals who the killer was. Kay had her qualms about the marketing and editing, but I personally feel as if it adds to the already present 80s cheese. I'll definitely make sure to watch the sequel sometime in the future. Nice. Which I agree with. Definitely going to watch that sequel sometime soon. Five Ninja Stars from Letterbox user Smashly. She gets it, bro. She fucking That's gets nice. it, That's dude. nice. Matt, uh, it sounds like you had a, a fun time watching Strip to Killer, but I don't know. Maybe you're harboring, harboring secret resentments. Oh. Why don't you lay it all out on the table for us? Show us your cards. I take umbrage to whoever our first reviewer was mm-hmm. that was... Dork Dorksley? Talking about how shitty the, the dancing was and everything else. Dancing. Shay, Cat Shay went out of her way when filming all mm-hmm. the stripping scenes mm-hmm. to shoot very long camera shots. Nothing was close. Lingering. Everything was long and distance to show you the whole stage. Look at that choreography. So you could see the women the do their full routine. You could see the women the use the pull. Not as a prop, as a, as a, as a thing to twirl around, but mm. an actual... That's right. Something of substance to what they were doing, tool okay? To highlight their athleticism. Cat, Shay fell in love with strip culture and wanted to present it as something truly remarkable, spectacular. Some of these women can do amazing things, okay? Fanny? Right. Yeah. Just because they're great at it doesn't mean you can do it. Give them a little respect. Probably hit your fucking foot in your mother's low basement ceiling trying right? to flips down there. Now, Nate. Fucking idiot. After saying all that. Oh, Okay. This is a very bad movie. Oh, no. Turns out. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, there's a lot of stripping scenes. Mm-hmm. I never thought in my life I'd be like, oh, good, another strip scene so I don't have to pay attention to the screen mm-hmm. and could just mm-hmm. type about whatever I was watching sure. previously while also casually watching the screen because don't want to miss a thing. You know those, what I'm saying? Those, those pauses and yeah. deep, uh, deep investigations. Um, if you like white women, this is definitely <laughs> the film for you because there's plenty to look at. 
and one vaguely ethnic yeah. woman. Pia whoever all was. Not ethnic enough to make you uncomfortable, white A man white or a folks. woman, the actual okay. performer. I'm, I'm, we, we still haven't really I, I hashed that one out. I still don't know. I'm not certain. But I don't definitely, really... Definitely some sort of ethnic. I don't Father really, was a sailor. Yeah. I don't really get if Eric's supposed to be the same person as... Roxanne, or if they we were get, indeed we one two scene different people, where they do have dialogue with each other. The first right. scene together, yeah. So, so there. I think it's implied that he murders people. her and replaces her at some point during the movie. But also, he's got a scar on his forehead, and oh. then later on, when he's heard, wow. he doesn't have the scar. Mm. I don't know. I'm confused about what I saw. A satisfying mystery. But I know I saw some things I liked. I was gonna give it. Two ninja stars, Where but uh, Smashly kind of talked me up a little bit. Oh yeah, good Said work. Some things. The first time Judgment Day has worked. That I would like to believe. I'm gonna go two and a half. Two and a half. Somewhere right in the middle for Street yeah. to Kill. Yeah. Uh, see, the thing about this movie with me is it uh, brings to mind the old uh, adage: "Fucking, you gotta end it strong," because all they remind remember is the mm. ending. True. Two thirds of this movie is pretty bad and pretty boring. Yeah. But there's also a steady stream of great looking boobs through yeah. the entire two thirds to make up for the fact that it's otherwise slow and boring. So I'm not complaining when fucking there's boobs flopping yeah. around on the screen. I can't complain. I physically can't complain. You get every kind of toddy. Can't here. do it. Yeah. What do you like? Fucking, we got. Low hanging flapjacks. Whichever one you want. Silicone beauties. Turns you know, out, whatever. Spoiler alert, I liked them all. Good for you. Then it gets completely fucking awesome for the last third. So much fire and shooting and weird cross dressing and, and fucking blood. murders and blood and jump kicks. It's thrilling. Rubber titties getting stabbed. It's mental. One yeah. of the weirdest endings of all time. Uh, very strong third act, and that's what I'm left with. A yeah. good taste in my mouth, an overall positive reaction to the film. Like that sweet taste of titty milk. Now, as I said earlier, one of these girls wasn't willing to get bottomless. Come on, what are we doing here? Thank what you. are we doing here? Thank this you. Is maybe Corman dropped the ball not being on set yeah. for this one. Yeah. Second of all, while this is solid, I walked away from it happy. I think this could have been a real all-timer. I think so, too. If the main character clearly had the biggest set of anyone else in the cast, and you just do some sort of storyline where she's teasing showing them, Reluctant. but she's afraid to through the whole movie, yeah. she somehow gets through this whole, like, fucking, like, you know, undercover case without having to fully strip, mm -hmm. and then there's one last bit of information she needs where she needs to stay at the strip club one day longer, so she's Make finally work for it. forced yeah. to pull out the biggest, just floppiest pair in the whole fucking movie. And mm. just as a storytelling device, they have fucking built it up and built it up and built it up and then delivered. That's so an all-timer movie right there. You're telling me... That's an all-timer movie. Instead of just Erica Laniac's titties out of nowhere in That's Under right. Siege, mm -hmm. if they were like the payoff to this movie... That's right, yeah. Uh -huh. I see it. I then see that. That would be... I'm following you. Perfect storytelling. Yeah. Here... You get a main character, she's a little demure, a little afraid to pull them out, but then she instantly pulls them out. Yeah. That's not storytelling, Matt. No. That's, that is not how you structure and tell no. a story. Yeah. There's no buildup. There's no climax. Uh, still, fucking, you know, what am I, I going to do? C'est la vie. The movie is what it is, and it's a fucking three ninja star movie. It's three? Totally wow. engaging 
titty-filled movie. Yeah. Uh, also, these these women are empowered. They are. Ashley's right. This this is not exploitation yeah. trash. No. This movie's got something to say. It loves lesbians. It's all for the uh, ladies. Maybe a little transphobic. Who's to, who's to say? Who's to fucking say? In all fairness, Roger Corman was the transphobic one. Apparently, Cat Shea wanted uh-huh. to have a uh, uh, fucking uh, drag queen. Okay. Be yeah. the murderer. That could have been a lot of fun. And like, or at least like a lot of these strip clubs, I think have like a drag queen like yeah. master of ceremonies where you could have got some funny drag queen in there instead of fucking Derek. Apparently, Corman put his foot down on that though because he was you like, "Want to see any?" No, trends. no, no. He was like, "My audience doesn't want to see that shit." <laughs> could be right. All right, fucking. 1987. Mm-hmm. He could have been. We'll right. give him the benefit of the doubt. He had a long, successful career. Yeah, you know? Hollywood legend. You remaking this thing in 2022? You fucking. You get a. You get somebody in there. Yeah. Just, just a positive representation. Bella of, Thorne. Yeah, some somebody in there. Probably um, Bella Thorne. Yeah. So either way, that's that's strip to kill. That's that's our episode for the week. It's yeah. Fun times. We did it. We did it. And uh, it's just the beginning, though. It's fucking. One we got down a whole for the new year, year in front of us. We yeah. got a whole month of January in front of us. Okay. New year, oldest profession. We got more movies about more sex workers. And you want to talk about movies that get uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> portrayals of subcultures. Oh. We got a doozy uh, next week. We yeah, were talking that? about Al Pacino and a killer of uh, Al homosexual voice. prostitutes. We're talking about William Friedkin's 1980 film, Cruisin'. Cruisin'. Yeah. Divided reactions to. We'll see how we feel. Make sure you're tuning in next week. Baby oil and blows going cruising. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart.